scared. It's the first thing they'll hear. <laughs> Is that Weird Horse? <laughs> ah. Oh, Weird Horse. Always Weird Horse. My favorite NPC. <laughs> oh, Well, 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 well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah you're well. getting a little okay. bit We emerged from the corpse, corpse, carcass, and corpse at the same time. Yeah, some of us <laughs> climbed out of a worm of to the start worm. the day off. Correct. Um, one of our horses got eaten, but Weird Horse was absolutely fine. You can't eat Weird Horse. Nah. You can try to eat Weird Horse. You will I not would, succeed. So I wouldn't dream of it. Uh, so we climbed out of the purple worm, some of us. Not me, but some of us. Ah, someone, someone. <laughs> a mystery of a... A tiefling of a man. Yay. Yeah, Axel. Yeah. On your way back to the city outside the definitely outside not an actual casino for some lack of a better word. I wrote down yeah. annoyingly sexy. Yeah. He oh. had pointy teeth and lightning shapes and and hooves and hooves. He made you sign a contract, but we you make me do anything. Gave <laughs> he asked you politely to sign a contract, and we started up his multi-level marketing scheme. And I did on behalf of all of you, cowards. It was a round of investment in his business, mm-hmm. the Queen's etc. We spent all our money. Undergoing some changes at the moment, yep. but now yeah. hopefully. Yeah, he was naked. Uh, yeah. Should, yeah. Uh, should should his business get back off the ground, you will be joint investors in it. Go upside down. Then we went to the Seven Cats. Then we went to the Seven Cats to go find Egbert, Egbert. Galestrup. Galestrup. Which we found out when we got there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then Egbert mistook Alcyone for a prostitute. Well, and you don't know that's technically what happened. That's what <laughs> <laughs> But he was like, I'm going to sell you my fort. We're on a payment plan, right? Yeah, he said he was going to set up a, <laughs> yeah, a proxy to uh, come and work out the details. We do not have any money. Quite right. Um, and I don't think there was any discussion of payment with this worm business. So that talk. was just a favor. Well, we haven't told the successors yet. Nope, we are about to go do that. Um, yeah. So then we went back to... Le Chateau and the Fallen Stars were like, we're very fancy. You have to come and be fancy with us. And we were like, that sucks. <laughs> so then you took a bath and had a great night. Yeah, had a good time, man. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember cracking open the oh, yeah. uh, first novel in the, the seven-part series, The oh, yeah. Song of Light and Shadow. Got pretty far into it. That's what you're looking. You got pretty far into it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Galen Starfall woke us up at like the ass crack of dawn. Oh yeah. And they were like, "Go and be fancy. We're going to be passive aggressive." And we were like, "Fine." And Kashek had a blast. Yeah. Yes, Kashek joined. He killed a whole fox. He joined Galen and a gaggle of gentlemen for a fox hunt <laughs> early in the morning, if you can call it that. And we had a we a had light a, breakfast of microaggressions tea. and sadness. <laughs> sadness. Well, yeah. Um. We were like, which one of the successors are we going to tell? Now we're standing outside in the hallway trying to avoid rich people and tell the successors that yeah, we're you right. made your way back to the quarters, followed by an entourage of some of the court nobles trying not successfully to mask their intentions of following you. But yes, where, I believe where we last left off, you were back in your rooms. You had some discussion amongst yourselves about which of the, su- of the right. successors you fancied. Seems like no decisions yet, but you were about to make your way up to the second level where their quarters are. And try to have a discussion with them. So, you are in your chambers, ready to head upstairs and deliver the good news oh, yeah, to one or all of these successors.
Well, we've got some news to deliver. Suppose it's uh, better to have it before lunch. It's still like the sun isn't even fully risen yet. Oh my god, this one's insane! Like the, when you woke up this morning, the sky was just pink at the suggestion of sunrise. Like it hadn't even started to rise yet. Uh. So is Surrey. Showers. So prevailing theory is that we take them all somewhere, all three of them, and then tell all three of them to go back. Yeah. I don't know whether we're going to be able to do much taking of them anywhere. Well, then perhaps we can gather and gather them all in the hallway. That's probably our best bet. It's not like it's bad news. No. It's good news. We're just trying to be clever. Well, all right. I'm gonna take the little one with me this time. Just, he runs in my shirt. Yeah, does. Well, all right, we go. Chauncey, care to uh, lead us on the way? Up to the successor's chambers, you mean? If you would uh, be so kind. But of course, it is my pleasure and duty to perform what you ask. Follow me. Well, good news, it's both. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you make your way up the stairs. As you come back out of your chamber doors into the hallway, at the end of the hallway, you see sort of a, a, a collected gathering of some of the of the court nobles. As you come out the door, they're all sort of like whispering excitedly to one another. And as soon as you make your way into the hallway, they all sort of like immediately start to <laughs> pretend to be very casual. Oh, there's carpet. <laughs> it's so plush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of them mm. looking at the paintings on the wall, admiring the polish of the floor, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. Yeah. So you <clears throat> make your way back out into the Grand Hall and up the staircase, following the path that you now know leads to the second floor and the successor's chambers. The gaggle of nobles follows a, a pace behind you up the stairway. And as you make your way up, you stand in that landing again with the one right ahead of you and no wings to either side, the doors that lead to the successor's private chambers. You stand in the sort of entry level to this floor. So about that knocking, um, do we all sort of just pick one of them and ask them to come out? I suppose. I'll get uh, Bertram. Bernard. 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 Would you like Casca? Sure. I'll take Alicia. Okay. (laughs) So each three of you move to one of their doors. Kashek, what are you doing? Oh, he's recently been very good at knocking, though. Kashek, do you want to... I'll watch. Yeah, so, uh, and as you each begin to move out, the three of you towards one door each, an excited murmur start going through the crowd behind you, who are still sort of like standing, (laughs) they're sort of like standing on the stairs, still just like, if you you had a camera on the the floor above, you would just see their eyes sort of peeking over the top stair. (laughs) Our Greek chorus. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, so each of you step towards the door, and you, if not, what would you one, two, three. Give me, give me like a dex check to make sure you unlock at the same time. Oh, no. Just, just dex by itself. Whatever. Yeah, 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 sure. Twenty-one. Sixteen. Nineteen. Yes. All right. You all get it. <laughs> each of your knocks ring through the hall at the exact same time. For each of you, there is a uh, moment of silence. Only Bernard comes to the door. The other two of you get, just as you did last time, from Casca's door, Manta, and from Alasia's. Please come in, my friend. 
Uh, actually, my lady, if it please you, uh, we'd like to speak to you outside. Outside? Oh, how curious. You heroes do work in exciting ways. Open the door, but stay out in the hall. Open, okay. And just say... As you enter the room, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> uh, you found it. Uh, you remember it's very Spartan. It looks almost yeah. more like a barracks than a, than a personal quarters. And Casca's behind the desk where you found her the last time you came. Sort of like sat down, poring over what looks to be maps or some sort of like maps and scrolls and, yeah, the, and the like. I won't go inside. She just sort of like looks up at you, just looking at you across the hall from underneath her eyebrows. Um. Sorry, was it? Yes, Lady Casca, if you would. Join me and my compatriots in the hall. We would very much appreciate it. Please. Do you want to have a conversation in the entryway? Yes. Very well. And she sort of puts her things down and stands up and comes over. You, when you knocked, you again heard sort of a, a, a rustling of commotion from inside. What sounds like the scrambling of, of, of paper and what sounds like several metallic instruments clanging together. Uh, just one moment, bit early, isn't it? Uh, sorry, just uh, and the door opens, and Bernard, still in what looks to be his like night clothes, uh, opens up the doors, rubbing at the corner of one eye. Oh, Alcide, what a what a pleasant surprise so early in the day. Yes. What can I do for you? Oh, uh, I love this guy. Good morning, my lord. Sorry to uh, wake you so very early, but uh, my compatriots and I have some business we wish to discuss with you, and if you wouldn't mind. After a moment, of course, joining us uh, out here in the hallway. Oh, have you seen to the worm? We'd like to talk about that, if that's all right. Ah, but of course. Yes, Easiest uh, to do all together. Do just give me one moment. Uh, yes, I shall be right out. Thank of you. Course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smooth. This is going to solve anything. <laughs> No, it's not, but, it, but we're trying, we're you know? You're doing a great job. Okay, so you get, you congregate again sort of in the in this sort of just main central. It really is just sort of like a landing. Like, there's not any real furniture set out. Maybe, like, some, like, uh, stands with plants on them or whatever else. It's really just meant to be sort of an area that you pass through to get to another place. It's a hallway more than anything else. And so after a, after a few moments, the three successors do emerge from their chambers to come and greet you in the hallway. Alasia stepping out, looking absolutely resplendent. Her hair still falling, almost cape-like, with those pleasing golden curls, almost like, you know, like summer wheat. And as she steps out, she looks to you, Saren, and says, Saren, so good to see you again after our visit last night. Yes, thank you. How was your little one? Oh, uh... The crowd behind you at the mention of that. Does he react to her in any way? The baby? Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, at the sound of her voice, he peeks his, his little head out and, like, shimmies a little bit. Uh, he appreciates your looking after him last night, my lady, and what one more time to have their thanks. Most excellent. Please remember you're always welcome to call on people. My, upon me, my dear, dear friend. And that goes for all of you. But Bernard, <laughs> as she's talking, sort of has a little bit of a bemused smile on his face, and Casca just rolls her eyes. And, in fact, Casca then seizes the moment to speak. All right, then. You've called us out here for a rather unorthodox meeting. What is it you would like to tell us? Sure. My lords, my ladies, we wish to inform you that uh, our excursion yesterday evening was successful. The monstrosity, the uh, what turned out to be a uh, purple worm of inordinate size, 
terrorizing your people is no longer an issue. Hmm. Golf claps from the crowd behind. Thank you, live studio audience. Appreciate that. Uh, Alasia looks genuinely uh, relieved. Bernard looks incredibly excited. Uh, Casca is stone-faced, as always. And Casca speaks first. Well, this is most excellent news, and allow me to congratulate you fully. We owe you a great debt. If there is anything else you would like to speak to me about, any other things you would like to do for the kingdom, please do come see me. Thank you, my lady, for your time. Oh, yes, and uh, she sort of turns to go and go back into her chambers. I would assume that uh, you will be attending the festivities today, yes? Naturally. Yes, unfortunately. Hmm. Did any of you have any designs on entering the melee? The melee? The melee, yes. A tournament of sorts. Not to hurt each other, obviously. We compete for points. Afraid uh, we don't know much about it, my lady. There is a melee today. You are free to enter it if you so choose. I hope you do. I should like to test my skills against your combat prowess. Thank you. All right. Very good. And then she sort of looks over your shoulder and says, Don't you hens have some feed to be plucking at this early in the morning? And turns and slams her chamber door. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I said that out loud. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. So skillfully done. The other two stand in the hallway with you. Uh, Bernard, my lord, we, uh, back in our chambers, actually, we do have um, a bit of a trophy for, for your sake. You did request if there were any um, items uh, we could recover from it. And I believe uh, one of its fangs we did um, return with. Chambers? I think it's in my very cool bag. Oh, it's in the bag. Right, right, right. Hmm? Oh, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yeah, oh, how exciting, yeah. Well, uh, please, if, if you'd like to share what you have, please do come in. Uh, I, I think I could rustle up a bit yeah. of tea for breakfast as well, if, you, if you'd like to come in. Oh, we've, we've eaten recently, we don't tea. need to stay and impose upon you, my lord. Yeah, not an imposition at all. If it's all the same, we thought we'd just make a delivery and uh, get to know the day a little better. We're still quite uh, new to the festivities. He looks a little disappointed. No! Ah! But of course, I'd be more than happy to see what it is you have. Okay. No, that was not want me to. No, no, do that, do that. <laughs> that was me. I just, I'm sad that this guy's upset. Me too. Can <laughs> <laughs> hang out with him. It was a tooth, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fang. Yeah, like the size of your arm. And as you bring so it I... out, he's, his face sort of alights, uh, and he sort of adjusts his glasses a little bit. Goodness gracious, oh, this is the first time I've seen anything like this in my life. And he sort of takes it. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> he certainly did eat his vegetables, didn't he? <laughs> As he does that, I just, so that only the little one can hear me, I'm just going to give him a little scratchy, like, you need to look better. <laughs> just going to brag a little bit. He wiggles his little bum. Yes. It's rather fun to teach things, actually. alone will teach as much, I think, as the bird and the underdog. That's very fascinating. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Clearly you're going to be very busy, my lord, so we'll uh, take a rain check on the tea, then, I suppose. But of course. If you do att- uh, intend to attend the festivities today, I expect I shall see you there. Uh, some amazing theatrical productions lined up for the day. Uh, should you choose to join me for a presentation, I'd be more than glad. Spectacular. I look forward to it. Most excellent. Shaping up to be a very busy day, then. Oh, Already has been. Most excellent. <laughs> I shall look for you, then. With that, he goes and turns back to his chambers, leaving just Elysia in the room, in the 
Paul with you. Well, it seems like you've got a very exciting day lined up already. For better or for worse. Well, I've spent much time preparing some delectable cakes for the, for the event today. And if any of you have any culinary skill, part of the, today's event will be uh, putting together some, some meals to then distribute to the poor. I hope I shall see you there. It's a shame my father uh, is not here. He would be very much interested in the uh, process of baking. That's a shame to hear. Perhaps we can make something to send to him then. Oh, perhaps, perhaps indeed, yeah. Very generous man he is as well. Thank you, my lady. I do hope to see you all later, though. Do enjoy the festivities today. They are, in part, for your honor, too. I bow as gracefully as I can with the baby owlbear hanging out of my shirt. <laughs> she gives a, a humble bow back. Thank you. No, thank you. You've already done so much for us in dispatching that terrible monster. I can't wait to see what grand adventure you come up with next. To be sure. Uh, thank you for your time, my lady. She bows and again returns to her chambers, with Mew standing in the entryway. Are there still people? Oh yeah. All whispering excitedly back and forth to each other. Shall we return, perhaps, to one of our rooms? Yes. Yes. What was it that Casca said about the chickens? It was really impressive. Don't your hens have some for you to be plucking at? Yes. Just remember that. As we go back. Johnsy, we're heading back to our rooms. Very good. Would you take some breakfast, or is there anything else I can fetch you before the day's events? Do you know, there was not actually much food at that uh, tea and breakfast, so I wouldn't say no uh, if that's quite all right. Most excellent. I shall send along a hot breakfast for you all. Spectacular, hey, Johnsy. have you eaten breakfast yet? Oh, yes, but of course. A fine rasher, just as I start every day with. Consistent man. Just making sure. Whose room are we going to? Well, two of us are staying in one room, so why not that one? Seems to be the one to congregate con- yeah. in. You all head back downstairs. Uh, as you make your way back down the stairs, the gaggle sort of immediately scatters like a school of fish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> under, under my breath, I just I, I try to work up the courage to say whatever, and then I just chicken. What was that, mistress? Nothing, Chauncey, I'm sorry. (laughs) Great, yes. So you find yourself back in the in your your two quarters. Well Alright. That seemed that happened. Better than I expected it to. That's about as well as it could have gone, I think. I I like Casca. I Me too. It's just very hard to get a read on her. I don't dislike any of them. I think each would be quite competent uh, in the soul chair. Okay, we couldn't just squish all three of them into one person. In the bigger chair. Well, that's one problem, yeah. I think that's exactly what Angier said when you asked him about them when you were in the carriage. Oh, yeah. I don't suppose we can change the government 600 years uh, down the line. Why not? We're not really part of it. Oh. You don't suppose we could change it versus you don't suppose it could be changed? Well, I don't suppose anyone who is currently in a position to do so would do so, seeing as the current uh, situation (coughs) benefits them. And I don't think anyone like us outside of it, for example, would have the means uh, to do so. Yeah, right. It does seem as though we're going to have to 
make a choice, though, and we have not come to any sort of decision on that. I don't know where to go from here. If we needed to make one choice today, sword to my throat, I think I've made it clear who I would pick, but I don't enjoy having to make decisions under that kind of pressure. No, and I don't... It's not as if anything's happening that we need to today. Perhaps we should spend time with each of them. Absolutely. I won't pretend I'm not at least a little curious to see what this melee is about. Indeed, and I would be remiss, uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss uh, seeing some shows instead of just being in them all the time. I don't suppose anyone's terribly interested in going about with Elijah. Well, if she would like the help of terrible in the kitchen, but of apparently decent enough company that you all seem to like spending time with me. Never actually had to cook. I left and then Hyrus cooked everything for me. Dad does that. Nagos Kashek. I have no interest in this frivolities. The, uh, things happening today? The festivities? That eliminates two of them. Have you ever seen a performance, theater? I've seen fairly many ones. They bore me. I suppose, given your background, they might be very pedestrian for you. Um, not to put too fine a point on it, I suppose, but should we talk to um, Hector about compensation? Only thinking we did sort of just buy a port. We certainly put a <laughs> in writing. Uh, we did actually didn't even put it in writing, did we? Well, what? we're meeting the proxy tomorrow. Uh, on the on on the fort, the castle. Oh, no, no. Meeting our proxy today or is it tomorrow? Uh, I don't think he specified exactly. He said Soon. that he would just send a proxy to find you Great. and we're and hash out the exact details. Right. Rather easy to find. Right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that I suppose. Um, Puts it on the back burner for now. We'll not know how we talk about money, but no. But uh, perhaps Hector should be the one we speak to uh, about that. I... Mm. Not that obviously he is a bursar or anything of that nature, but he seems to be the one we are closest to in terms of chain of command. And he'll know what he does if he leaves. Yes. I don't think it will sound presumptuous of us. Each of them did say they owe us a debt. <laughs> yeah, but, thanks, God. They did all say that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't confirm. Yeah. Well, should we each... Should we try and divide and conquer throughout the festivities of the day, or, or what? Were, do you think they were all planned at the same time? Do you think we'll have to? Oh, I'm sure it's not on the, uh, on the docket one after the other for our convenience. I'd probably, if it's possible, choose to do as many of them together, or at least appear there together as we can, just to keep up appearances, but if we must separate them. I could certainly watch any fighting bouts, but I am no combatant myself. I say nothing. I look different. She gets like a 
far away look. Well, I suppose we won't know any of this until we leave. No. Well, should we go pick up our... Ugh. Should we go pick up our clothes at some point? Oh, I doubt it's going to be done. It's still... The sun's barely up. Though I wouldn't be surprised if she stayed up all night. I she seemed quite sure manic. she did. With the prospect. She... We told her, gave her every opportunity to, to not do this that way. You're right. But she went right ahead with we'll it. see if she listened. Oh, I, I... What do you suppose is in the Tower of Stars? I've been thinking about it ever since he said it. I'm sorry. No, uh, it is utterly fascinating. I had only really read about it. I haven't been to this part of the city before, but even times I've been to... The outer wards of the city looms large. There's not really a great many helpful manuscripts on it, unfortunately, just because no one seems to know anything and doesn't seem to be any point of entry. I'm correct, is that right? Yeah. So Yeah, they've never been inside it. No one can really... Or if it is a tower at all, and not just a, simply a slab of some strange rock jutting up in the sea. Perhaps it's a tooth itself. You're not the first one to float that notion. The sanest, but not the first. Uh, not sure about that. Ist. Ah, right, thank you. You need more researchers. They're, they're, they're... If they're all like Bernard, I can only imagine. And I do mean that with affection. Alright, um, should we try and get an itinerary from Chauncey and then go see Hector about compensation? That seems wise. Perhaps when he comes back. Yes, and in fact, yeah, as, as you're all sat around discussing the plan for the day, you get the soft knock on the door, uh, and Kyrick comes in with a large tray sort of balanced on his head with uh, several fine-looking meals. Sausage, eggs, uh, hash browns, you know, all your favorite, all your breakfast classics. Yeah. Some blood sausage and some fruit and some whatever you want, whatever you're after. Anything else you'll be needing? Kirik, if you at any point locate an itinerary of today's events, that would be helpful. Ah, but sure. I'd be happy to bring one. Thank you. Scatters off. I suppose he would write these things down. Well, maybe. He's probably got a better idea of what's going on than anyone. He's got to cater it. A few moments later, he comes back with what seems to be a handwritten list of all the events uh, happening today. And as you peruse them, it's pretty much anything you can imagine of. The aforementioned Grand Melee, mm-hmm. as well as an archery tournament in the Feats of Strength Thank section you, God. for the day. <laughs> there is also some theatrical performances, as Bernard mentioned. There's a lot of like cooking events, as Alasia mentioned, throughout the day. It's sort of a, it seems to be some sort of like charity drive, essentially, that she that she is uh, overseeing for the day. There's also just so- social events, more tea gardens, like, but you may have already had enough of that today. Group line dances. There is live music at various points all throughout. And, you know, if you can think of it, it, it it's probably happening today. So, yeah. So. It's a day of festivities awesome. for the founding day fair. Kirik, is this your only copy of this list? I could write another one. I could also write another one. Oh, that's, you've, you've that's, done quite enough, Kira. Thank you. You're welcome. It's yours to keep. Do enjoy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's how bad. Uh, there's an archery competition. Awesome. 
I'll watch gladly. Uh, both of you do your feats of strength and all that. Or dexterity, whatever you want to call it. Kishan, yeah. is there anything on this list that you feel interested in? I'm typically busy myself helping others. This is all very frivolous. Perhaps if they need some deliveries made for the food they're pre- uh, preparing. Not to volunteer you for something, but... Mm, I could do this. Perhaps better than most could. Just hate to see you left out. I'm right here. Yes, you are. I suppose we'll do our best to enjoy this. I'm not having a bad time. It's just very strange. It has a bit less rancid in here than it was in the tea garden, I admit. That was very informative. And unfortunate. I apologize for the way they were behaving towards you especially. You were covering up to where they should be thanking me. Doesn't make it any less rude on their part. I know they were true. That's all that matters. Wait, well, we've got this. We might as well finish up and go see Hector. Let's, Let's do so. Yeah, and we know, where, we know where we're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you've been there before. It's on the first level yesterday. over in the side oh chamber. God, we just got here yesterday. Yep, it's only been a day. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, you know, time flies. It does. You make your way over, yes, and find him at his at his desk. Uh, when, as you enter the room, he's sort of it's, he seems to be uh, giving directions to a number of the lion's guard in their their full plate with the that symbol of the lion uh, engraved into it. He seems to be giving a couple of orders, and as you enter, he seems to like sort of finish up maybe a briefing for the day, and they file out of the room behind you, uh, and he looks to you all. Ah, oh. well, it isn't my favorite bore. What can I do for you? Well, um, not to not to open up too fresh a wound, Hector, but we were a bit wondering if there was any sort of compensation involved for our services yesterday. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you're only two, right? I suppose there should be some sort of compensation. Heroin can't feed, can't fill your belly all on its own, eh? We didn't know who to speak to, and we figured you are our uh, closest confidant here so far. Oh, well, that's mighty kind of you to say. Of course, you did do a share of the work. You yes. deserve a share of the reward, should there uh, be one. No, ah, it's merely wrong for the ride. It's just a pleasure to see you all do your work. Anyway, uh, sure, I'd be happy, more than happy, to write a dispensary to the treasury. Um, what's your fee? Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. Oh, <laughs> um, what are you looking at me for? You know the most about money. so long. <laughs> <laughs> check. Tell it like it is. <laughs> I think we're nervous together about the same thing very often because we've known each other for so long. Hector, to be entirely honest, it wasn't an insult, really an observation. <laughs> Thank you, Kishan. The four of us it have wasn't only... a compliment, really an observation. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> we, we know. The four of us have not uh, been together terribly long, and in fact, your first meeting with us was the first time this particular four of us have been together, so uh, we don't exactly have a set rate yet. Uh, any thoughts? Or, um, I don't know if this comes along very often. What is it? I've just handed you a blank check, and you would like to know, to come out of a royal treasury, man, 
Not taking it out of the mouths of those that need it. And you want to know what number I would pick? 10,000. Ah, uh, it is. I'll send this right along. Oh, I'll have it delivered right to your rooms. Before you do that, would this maybe not be a time to exchange our services for favors? I think that was already promised. I think that's included. Bigger favors. What do you have in mind? I don't. Okay. More of a in your back pocket, as you say. Sure. With whom can you get that promise, though? I would imagine whoever would eventually leave this country. You're looking for a favor from the crown. Seats repayable upon your request. Favor is one thing. A favor is a different thing entirely. Not wrong. You know what I'm correct. I'm afraid I don't have the uh, proper discretion to make favors from the crown. However, that you'll have to take up with the successors. I think perhaps during the day we could do that. A good use of our time, perhaps, instead of just watching things. As delightful as that's going to be. If money is preferred, I would not object. I don't know that it is, but... I don't see why both can't happen. My understanding is that we're already owed at least favour from all three of them, but I do see a meaning in favour capital F. Listen, (laughs) you seem like nice folks, and I like you all very much, I must admit. Let me give you a little advice, if it's not overstepping. This is Arcadia. People only take you seriously if you talk big numbers. I think we should dream big. Assume. Would they take us more seriously if we said a bigger number than what we've already done? I think what you've asked for will set you just back. Alright. Puts us well on our way for uh, monthly payments for a mortgage. Alright. Should we start thinking of a name? You weren't already? (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough. Were we supposed to be? Did you want to keep it honor guard? No. Well, it's a historical castle for one thing. Oh. I thought you meant for us. I, I already have a name. <laughs> a group name. But one can easily preserve the historical name of it and still give it a one for its current residence. To consider. Think, to yeah, consider. we can think on it. I'll pass this right along to the treasury and the funds will be dispensed to personal quarters upon your arrival at home. Thank you. Thank You're you. an endless resource to our sector. Only happy to be. I like you and I think you'll do well here. And if all goes as everyone hopes it does, we might just end up saving all our lives. Well, with a few more purple worms, perhaps we'll get there very quickly, rather quickly. Oh, don't the worms come in any other colour? They do. <laughs> oh. It gets worse. At least in the stories I've read. As I said, I'll dispense this to the treasury. In the meantime, go enjoy the festivities. It's quite a lineup this year. Do enjoy yourselves. Will you be competing in uh, any of the feats of strength or...? Uh, the melee. I have in the past, but my duties as captain this year preclude me from attending. I've got a couple of boys in the race, though, so... If you see them, give them a good thrashing. It'll keep them doing their push-ups. I shall. Thank you once again. Only my pleasure. Captain? Captain. Ah, that's me. Captain. Captain St. Mark, if you like, but please, with you, just Hector will do. Hector St. Mark. I turn around and leave. Let's make our way. Let's go.
What time is the first, like, event on this itinerary? Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, everything's just kind of happening all throughout the day. The theatrical productions are all set a little late in the day. Grand May, like, starts early in the morning, but, you know, you just kind of go depending on where you, based on where your matches are. Sure, no so, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's a carnival. Just everything is happening all day. So we can hold this for a minute and watch it. And I take, is it? It's the, okay. And I take the little guy out of my shirt. Do you think you could behave yourself at a carnival all day? She stares back at you with these huge eyes and blinks twice. Think twice if you think you could behave yourself at a carnival all day. He jerks his head upside down. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he understands comedy, my dear. Do you know what we should have done was to commission you like a, a backpack you could just like, something you could put him in and Baby also girl. wear. Or a little like harness for him with a hand on the back so you can carry him like a tiny suitcase. <laughs> like a leash. <laughs> But like, just so you could carry him more easily and have him. Yeah. I'd like to let him stretch his legs, but I don't want a home to come to him. It's a very big and busy place. It's a shame we won't get to experience any of it. I don't see why you shouldn't. You think so? Hand him off to one of us yeah. when you're fighting. As I assume you'll be doing at some point. You've got bloodlust in your eyes. Yeah, they do. It's always there. They do that. Well then, and then I kind of wound him back into my shirt. You'll come in with us, little one. Yeah, he pokes his head back out and like looks around excitedly, ready for the day. Uh, Are things like happening in this big U space, or is it just like everywhere? Yeah, so it's this. Yeah, so the fair is kind of set up all along this central courtyard, as as I described last time as you were walking through. It, it seemed like it was just being. Like, the finishing touches were being put together right. as you walked through it early, early this morning. Right. You know, uh, tents going up and streamers being flown, etc., etc. The courtyard's being transformed into the sort of fairgrounds. Might as well, then, I suppose. I suppose, uh, what you're interested in might be happening early on in today. Or at least you're qualifying. I don't know how it works, if it's a bracket or something. You don't just jump into the pit and start hitting people. I don't. For you? Who's to say? Well, I hate to make everything about me, but... I'll be seeing performances later this evening or afternoon, so... Shall we, then? Let's. Let's have a look at the sights and sounds. Take it all in as Arcadians would. How do you do the fair? Yes. Wunderbab. So, as you arrive to the courtyard, uh, you find it a buzz. whereas uh, the buildings were just all going up this morning, now that the sun has... Come up and is starting to stream into the courtyard, you find a buzz with all manner of excited activities. Children running about excitedly playing tag. There's food stands and minstrels and musicians abound. There's just a lot happening, basically, is the idea. There's different various stands with various activities, and they are yours to peruse and engage in as you so choose. Where does it look like the melee? Yeah, let's thing, do that maybe. first. The Grand Melee? Yes, yeah, so you make your way uh, through the crowd until you come upon what looks like a sort of huge, it almost looks like a cattle pen, and some sort of fine sand has been laid across the bottom of it. Strutting around it are, are a lot of people in sort of big full plate armor, strutting about talking to each other, uh, strapping on their armor, stretching out, uh, <laughs> whatever it may be. And it seems sort of at the sort of opening gate to it, uh, standing between these sets of flags, seems to be a man with a sort of clipboard, taking attendance, directing people to places, etc., etc. He seems to be the one uh, organizing the affair. Um, uh, excuse me, 
Name? Uh, Saren. Saren. Uh, Do Ithiel, I suppose. Can you spell that? D-U-R- Speak louder, dear. Sorry, there's a lot going on. D-U-R-I-T-H-I-L. I've never had to spell it before. I'm just going to put Saren. Right. Thank you. That's what you said. All right. For the Grand Melee, yeah? Yes. All right. Uh, where's your squire and where? Which I'll set you up with a stall to place all your armor that you can set up for. Well, I don't need that. You don't need any armor? No. For the Grand Melee, you do know what happens in this ring. Unless it's the bit with the horses and the big pointy stick, I don't think so. Yeah, your funeral. Ah, oh, one for the big pointy stick competition. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you say so? All right, then. You'll be number 23. Have they started? No, not yet. How many people do I see? Well, you just heard she's going to be number 23. And so you see two, two and a half dozen people floating around, maybe? Is this one at a time, or do they all go at the same time? So, way it works, everyone starts, one hand on the gate, the whistle blows, you beat the shit out of each other. First round ends, whoever is still standing gets to stay, the rest get dragged out until there are two left. Blood. Uh, you play for points. Or until you get the shit kicked out of you. Will they be wounded? Doesn't usually happen, but it has been known to. I will require participation as well, then. You want to enter too? Yes. Alright then. You've never seen an owl roll their eyes before. Can <laughs> <laughs> owls roll their eyes? I thought their eyes were fixed. He rolls a circus. Rolls a whole head. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> is a day at the circus today then. Alright then. Name? Wow. Whoa. Okay. Shek. Kashek. You mind spelling that for me? Yes. <laughs> right then. <laughs> the owl. You'll be number 24. Take your places at the start. I'll be around to tell you when to get in. He does that thing where they tuck it under their wing. <laughs> Sorry, was oh. genuinely giggling through all of that. That was hilarious. Could you point us to which way the archery competition is? Mm. Yeah, sure. Just down the way. Just long. F- just look for the pit that looks like this one, but long ways instead of wide ways. Are you going to go now? Or? Uh, well, yeah, might as well. Right or so, or whatever. Right, all right. If she well, like... Wait, are you starting right now? I don't think so. Okay. When do you think we'll be starting? Give it another 20 minutes. She's like hesitantly looking at you. I was like, she like unweasels the little guy. Would you mind holding on to him? Sure. Take him. Now I don't know you. (laughs) 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 He looks like. Oh, this would be fine. You're cute. (laughs) Sort of tuck him in like a pouch. I got like a bag on the side there. Full baby Yoda style, just sitting in yeah. my side, <laughs> yeah, side, yeah, side, yeah. side, yeah. just in there. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. It's for good luck. <laughs> so, uh, to the archery competition yes, as well. Please. Great, yeah, so you head down a ways, and you see sort of this, uh, sort of rows of long tracks of, of the same sort of cleared away area with the fine sand down over it, with targets down at the end. Uh, and again, you see it uh, this uh, this time uh, what looks uh, see, see a, a half-elf woman sort of organizing and directing people. I will approach. Here for the competition, love? Yes. All right, can I get your name? Surrey. Surrey it is then. Yes. 
You got another one to go with that? Or just Surrey? Nope, just that one. Suit yourself? Yeah, but I've competed before. I don't, I don't remember your face. No. Oh, well, new one then, eh? Just be careful. Arlen's on a real tear this year. I'll keep an eye out. All right, then. We'll be starting in about uh, half an hour or so. Just take your place. You'll be, you'll be line 17. All right, thank you. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Thanks. May they fly true. They usually do. Ooh, I like the confidence. She was way nicer than the other guy. <laughs> Why did Suri didn't have to say her surname? <laughs> As she's like, good Surin luck. She has a surname. Oh. As she's like, good luck. Um, briefly, I just think of. Oh, you came with me? Yeah. Okay. Um, you won't need luck. I mean, you should have some, but you won't need it. Thank you. I'm just thinking, like, uh, briefly, I'm like flashing back to the arrow that poofed Strahd von Zarovich. Correct. And the hat. Mm. We'll see. Well, I suppose I'm gonna go Maybank. Alright, I'll, uh, come back with you and head back when it's time for me to get back in. That's alright. Already excellent. So we've got you two in the melee, mm -hmm. the archery competition. What you up to outside? I'm watching both right now. I know that performances aren't really starting until a little later on, so I'm just taking in uh, the melee first, and then uh, I, doubt the, I doubt the first round's gonna last more than ten minutes, and so then I'll make my way to the archery range. Already great. She's babysitting. <laughs> She's done it before. Oh yeah, you are the oldest one. Four younger siblings. Ooh. Let's do it then. Yeah. The grand melee. Uh, you, the calls Sorry. begin to go up. People lacing on their armor. Squires handing blunted weapons over to the combatants. <laughs> I got, I got blunted. Weapons. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, you get a couple of strange looks. In fact, Saren, as you climb into the ring with no armor and no weapons on about. Um, but there is various smatterings of what looks to be knights, guardsmen, a couple of what seems to be commoners who can scrape together whatever sort of armaments they can put together. There are 25 combatants, all told. You know when you're in, like, a cattle call edition, and yeah. there's, like, people in the room, like, doing, like, their squats or, like, pacing and doing their monologues? I'm doing the same thing I always do, which is sitting quietly, minding my own business. <laughs> I'm just kind of like... Okay, the gentleman who was orchestrating before uh, starts walking around the perimeter of the arena, shouting out, All right, here's how it's going to work, you cunts. Everyone starts with a hand on the fence. If I see a hand off the fence, you're out. Once the whistle blows, have at it. Now mind, we're not trying to kill each other. You just get a point every time you put someone on their ass. Is that clear? He means knocking them on the ground, right? Yes. Right then. Once the, once the round ends, anyone still on their ass will be asked to kindly leave. Anyone still standing gets to move on to the next round. We go until there are only two, then they beat the shit out of each other, and whoever's still standing at the end of that gets to take home the prize and all the pretty roses. Sound of peach? There's various others and druthers amongst yeah. the knights and spiders. All right, then. And he sort of climbs up, you know, like the tennis referee, you know, the, like yeah. the little tower. Yeah. They, the lifeguard they want, like lifeguard, lifeguard chair. chair. Yeah. I miss those. There are four of them on each side, and it seems that various referees sort of clamber up uh, to oversee the match and call points. Are there any, like, sort of 
fold out bleachers or is it all just yeah fold? yeah absolutely yeah let's say uh yeah towards the northern end of the arena there's a, a set of bleachers already filling up with excited uh people looking to take view of the match do you want to get a seat near the back it gets a better vantage point great you guys go up and take your seats yeah okay awesome would I be able to patient defense for like the first round with my hand already on the fence? You just take a dodge action without spending a key point. Oh yeah, that's true. Then I would like to do that. Okay. While my hand is still like on the fence, like sure. right yeah. we're just about to go. Absolutely, I don't see why not. Saren, Kashek, you take your places around the arena, one hand on the fence. Dodged. A quiet goes over the rafters as a couple of people sort of step out with those long trumpets uh, yeah. with the little flags hanging down for them. Yeah. The, the gentleman uh, orchestrating the whole event stands up in his little lifeguard chair and says, As we all know, our illustrious, endless, and beautiful founder queen, Miranda de Arcadia, loved a good brawl. So let's fucking give her one! And chaos ensues. Uh-uh. All right, here's what I need each of you to do. Yes. Please roll me. Uh, just roll me successive to hits until you get less than 12. You can both do it in turn. I don't want to hit anyone. You don't want to hit anybody? I specifically asked if Sarah could get hurt. Okay. Great. <laughs> no, don't cheat for me, no! <laughs> ah. s- hey, whoa, whoa. Where were the rules? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, Sarah, then. Well, that's a natural 20. Fantastic. Successive ones, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a, oh, these are the hits, so that's a crit. Yes, this is hits. a 19, that's a 28. This is a 24. That's a, damn, uh, 23. <laughs> uh, Holy shit, 24 again? We're gonna get attacked in the street and you're gonna start rolling bricks. Yeah, right? I'm like, where were all these? 26. Man, okay, so you can't get less than a 12, can you? Um, no. You have a what? You have a plus... Nine. Yeah, so you could. You could. could. Just aren't. It'd be tough. All right, keep rolling, baby. That's a one in four chance. One in five. Yeah. Uh, 14. Okay. 24, 23, 24. All right, that's enough. We got it. (laughs) For flavor's sake... Kashek is deflecting anybody that comes near him. Okay, great. Okay, the scramble begins. Immediately, like, a cacophony of noise takes place all over you. Many of them, I think, because of your lack of armor, uh, eyeing you up as a potential easy takedown. You're immediately rushed by four individuals. My face is, like, completely neutral, completely stoned the whole time. Like, almost bored looking. Mm-hmm. Four of them all rush you at once. Two of them with swords, one of them with a heavy blunted axe, and another with, you know, sort of like a halberd coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you easily sidestep their advances and, like, knock them to their ass in turn. Can I say that, like, halberd guy, I, like, one, like, kick down the halberd and then, like, used the handle of it to sweep his own legs out from underneath him? You certainly may. And I was just like... <laughs> That's a, nice, that's a nice crit for you right there. Sit down. Yeah, yeah so in this f- initial bout, Saren, easily weave through, managing to put on their rumps, as it were, nine of the combatants in the melee, each of them falling before you. Kashek, you're not actually, you're not trying to hit anybody, just simply dodging out of the way. Yeah, so you also get rushed by several combatants. 
but just using your natural nimbleness, perhaps rising up into the air anytime someone gets a little bit too close, you're easily able to avoid their attacks. And though you don't knock anyone out of the competition, you do manage to keep yourself in the running. After about 30 seconds, the first round ends. Mm -hmm. Counting the nine that you knocked on your ass, Saren, a total of 14 are knocked out of this first round. You are well in the lead. In the midst of the fighting, you do also see Casca taking place in the melee, also fighting some of the gentlemen who you put down and then got back up uh, and then went to find different fish. Uh, Cheaters. Well, you don't get... It, it's oh, just every time you knock somebody down, you get a point. Points. Got it, got it, got it. And they were like, <laughs> not her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. You are handily in the lead with nine points. Casca trails you just so with seven. In the second round, there are ten left to compete. Kashak, having not been touched, you oh, remain right. in the competition. All right, having taken a breather, the uh, orator again comes around. All right, not a bad showing, you lot, but there's still blood to be spilt in you all. So let's say we give it a round two then, hey? Mm-hmm. So again, you all take your positions. Less of you this time. The second round begins. Same as the first. Mm-hmm. However, this time, roll until you get lower than a 17. So seven. Or seven or below, yeah. Like that. Like that. <laughs> oh, no. That's a three. <laughs> Can I intervene? Sure. Take the help action? The help to, action. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to, yeah, whatever you want well, to well, do. Well, what did you have in mind? I was going to say just fuck it. She gets a mulligan and I'll allow myself to be eliminated for that. Okay. Yeah, so you go into the second round all confidence and flair. Mm -hmm. And as you round, you come up against one who is not like the others. He's still wearing armor, but not the sort of heavy plate armor that was giving you a a distinct speed advantage over in the first Uh round. He's more of a duelist. He wields uh, a blunted rapier. Uh And he sort of catches you off guard with a quick riposte of his blade. Mm -hmm. And just as it seems he's about to sort of get you in the shoulder and just tip you off your balance, Kashak actually just swoops down from the air right in front of you and instead takes the blow. Continue to roll. Oh, shit. Uh, Well, that's a four, so. Well, all the same then. Well, damn. (laughs) That's okay. So, Kashak, you get knocked to the floor, but undaunted, the duelist uh, comes closer at you. You have a quick exchange of blows, but he does manage to get you and push you down. So ends the second round. And though you were not able to uh, score any points in this one, and Casca has taken the lead on you, your incredible first round gives you enough points to stay in the competition. Now the scoreboard reads, uh, Casca has taken the lead with 14 points. Mm -hmm. There are two other before you with 11 and 10. Mm -hmm. And with your nine impressive nine points from the first round, you are still in the competition. Mm -hmm. Shek. Taking the blow for Saren, you are knocked out of the melee. Here for round three, there are just the five of you left. Casca, the duelist in second place, yourself and two others. Same places. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I ain't trying to cheat. Round three begins. Oh, are you not? <laughs> well, I, there's nothing I, I ain't trying to cheat, mostly because there's nothing I can really do to make my dice roll better. This time, please roll until you get less than an 18. Uh, that's a 24. Mm-hmm. 
That's an 18. Yep, good, good, good. that meets it. Uh, 22. Excellent. And that's an 8. Great, so 3. Okay, perfect. So, this time, as the melee begins, you perhaps seek out the duelist, maybe looking for a little a little bit of a revenge in this round. Come at me with your tennis ball on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready for him this time, undaunted by his quick movements. You're able to get past the tip of his blade, and once you're inside his guard, it's all over. Mm-hmm. You easily dispatch him. And then through the re- scoring three points, that gives you a total of 12. Yep, and it is just you. Let's see. That gives you a total of 12. Aces. So ends the third round. Only you and Casca scoring points in this third, making the the score after three rounds. Casca at 17, you at 12, and the other three not able to score points in this final round. Mm-hmm. Meaning it is just you and Casca. Moving on. Thanks, Dad. To the final round. <sighs> I'm not letting her win. The dice will do that for me. How long has it been so far? Uh, they, they move really quick. It's only been maybe 15 minutes or so at the most. I gotta go. Ah, fair. Yes. So, before we do that, let's no, move no, no, on. No, 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 Keep going. I was just, I can't watch this one. I gotta go. I'll let you know how it went. I'll be there soon. Bye. <laughs> All right. Let's just sudden death. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. The, the points don't matter. It's just a matter of getting them. No, you just gotta get to the end. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get to the end. Broke a shank about the... Confundus McLagan up in this bitch. (laughs) Fantastic. You and Casca square off in the center ring. The melee arranger again stands up on his chair and says, All right, this will be the final round. In this corner, to no one's surprise, Lady Casca, champion for the last four years of the Grand Melee, and her opponent, a new challenger, Saren. Saren! The apostrophe throws people, I know. <laughs> Saren Sarenson. I undo my hood this time. Ah, you lose that. A bit of a murmur goes through the crowd as you reveal your uh, snow-white hair. Casca stares at you from across the field. And for maybe the first time since you entered the capital, she cracks a little bit of a grin. I certainly was hoping to see you yesterday, Saren. As was I. It should be. It is my greatest pleasure to test my skills against one of our supposed heroes. I'm quite looking forward to trouncing you. Don't give up on me yet, Saren. That won't make much of a good competition at all. Shall we? She took levels her sword at you. Take my defensive stance. Okay. Do the same thing that I did the first round in the take the dodge action. Mm-hmm. Sure, great. So that's disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, great. The final round. One the one v one. Begins. Yep. Roll an initiative for me, please. <gasps> Hell yeah. My hands are so sweaty. That's a 21. You will get the first strike. Neat. Yeah, okay. Roll the hit. Or, you know, as you will. What combat rules do not apply here? Like... Uh, it's again, it's just sort of scoring points. So you don't really necessarily need to do damage, it's just more about getting hits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could I still flurry of blows, or is that not kosher? You in? So my first hit is going to be, well, first swing is, oh, yeah, that's a uh, crit. So unless your AC's 10. Uh, nope, that'll do. Okay. Oh, sorry, crit fail, crit fail. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, great. So, no, on that one. Then. Yeah, okay, second one. 
Uh, that's going to be a 26 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to flurry of blows with my boner action. Um, and both of those are going to be a natural 20 nice. and another 26. Those will both connect. Nice. Uh, so you move forward towards Casca quickly and throwing out a couple of lightning strikes. Once strike her in sort of the shoulder pauldron, again in the ribs of her breastplate, and then uh, maybe another like cutting blow against her uh, into her arm. And she sort of staggers back a little bit, thrown by your speed and ferocity. And you can tell, like, you get more out of her now in battle than you ever got seeing her around the palace. Like, you can tell immediately this is sort of where she lives and thrives. Stop, stop, she's already gay. (laughs) I'm not gay for Casca. And she sort of, uh, green. Said Robin. I didn't say anything. Didn't have to. Because I'm truth on your gay ass. I know, I'm very upset I couldn't watch this one. She's also getting more from me than she did for Alice. Fantastic. As she sort of staggers back and looks back up at you with a grin. Excellent. I'm so glad I didn't mean to tell you to go easy on me. <laughs> now she will move to strike. Uh, the uh, And you are dodged, yes? So this will be disadvantageous. Well, Can you dodge and attack? No. Yeah. Was you only used your bonus action to flare blows instead of patient defense. Uh, time, so. It would have only been if she had gone first. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. First will be a 26. That's going to hit. <laughs> And the second will be a natural 20 as well. Uh-huh. So she moves in, and see, see, she swings her sword through the air very gracefully and precisely. The sort of practiced, almost mechanical way she moves speaks to her training and to her commitment to her craft. And she lands two strikes upon you. And as she pulls back from them, she says, Well, since we're both here, Saren, I don't imagine this would, would be, this would also be a good time to discuss... The next thing I have in store for you and your little group. Oh, uh, please do tell. I'd be more than happy to. But first, please, your move. So this one's gonna be a 26 to hit. Yes. And then we got a 13. Nope. Yep. And then I'm gonna <laughs> flurry of blows again. Okay. And that's gonna be a 19 and a 28. The 28 hits. Oh. Holy shit. Nice. She has a shield. Yes, so you managed to move in again, throwing a few precise blows, a couple of which, though, she just manages to get her shield in the way of. Yeah, there uh, is. Maybe coming away a little bit like, ooh, ouch. That doesn't feel great. Ouchie. Recovering from your attack, she again moves to strike, and as as she swings, almost she's speaking almost lazily to you as she, as she swings her weapon. Uh, that will be a 12, which That's we'll miss, good. and that will be a 25. Uh-huh. Duality. Getting one more glancing blow. As you may have heard already, uh, there's some trouble. The dwarves of Karadran find themselves under siege from attackers coming from below the ground. Yes, we heard. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be... 25. Yes. 22. Killing the game. And then another flurry. What the fuck else am I going to use? Spend them while you got them. on today. (laughs) (laughs) Until the feast gets the dark It is 8.30. (laughs) Yeah, uh, a 12 and an 18. No, I'm afraid not. Yep. Okay. 
So you move in again and maybe catch her for the first couple, catch her off guard, but then she starts to be able to read your movements and mm-hmm. for the last two flurry of the, the last two blows she manages to block. Uh, and as she moves again, Roger is an important trading partner of ours. Uh, 27. That hits. And a, another 25. Uh-huh. They're, they're critically important to the kingdom. Precious metals we receive from their mines are invaluable to the, to the kingdom. It cannot be overtaken by a hostile entity. I would like, uh, back to you. Ah. Okay, okay, okay. 13 does not hit. No. Less than 13 does not hit. No. Flurry, flurry, and go! Flurry into my life. Um, 18 and a 23. 23 hits. Great. Okay, great. Oh. <laughs> if I let her win, then she looks awesome. She's fifth in the row. And I if I win, then I win. I know, both outcomes are good. Yeah. I'm just here to hit and get hit. Nice. As I am mostly. You're doing fantastically. She again goes on the offensive. That is a natural 20, uh-huh. which we'll get. And Thank you, ma'am. Is a 26, which will connect. A full military demachment would unfortunately wound the pride of the stubborn dwarves that dwell beneath the mountain. But I believe a small strike force dispatched to help in whatever ways they can is the most effective course. Is this, do you think this is something you and your friends could do for me? Quite enjoy striking, yes. Back to you. No, you've been failing me. Die, you're out. James, that was the dice that you got me, so it's unfortunately in timeout right now. It's unfortunately the meteoric impact is causing your entire tray to shift. You're <laughs> 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 so pretty, though. James got me these really nice they're little beautiful. dice, but unfortunately they're not really working out. 19? No. No, oh, shit. Okay. It's crisp 20, baby. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a 26. Yay. Yeah, yeah, she rises. Flurry once more. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 18? 18 yeah, and then she's got a Neither of those are going to hit. Okay, great. That was a six and a nine for anybody who cares. I like the implication that you're only hitting when you hit her directly in the face. <laughs> I mean, I might be getting like the weak spots you catch in her a joint, yeah, stuff. sure. Like make uh, that maybe. is a 18. That just hits? Yeah. And they were very high that one will miss, miss, actually. Ooh. Now, Saren, I don't mean to be insensitive, but according to all reports, the attackers upon the dwarves are in fact drow. I don't want to mince words, and I don't imagine it will, but this won't cause a co- be a conflict of interest for you, will it? It's a drow. <laughs> be nice to see one for the first time in my life without looking in a mirror. Good then. Back to you. You're very close. 28? Yep. <laughs> not gonna hit. <laughs> well, what am I here for if not to flurry of blows? <laughs> get ready. Uh, neither of those I think are gonna hit. That's a... Seven, yeah, seventeen. Uh, that's a twenty-five. Yeah. Or try to put and a twenty. Yep. Fucking mana. There's no limit to how many short rests you can take a day, right? Nine. There might be. Your DM. Is. There might hey be. DM. Yes. How many short rests can we take in a day? As many as you want. Can but I take a short rest? Sure. Cool. I'm gonna get that one slot spell slot back. <laughs> <laughs> the general DM rule is don't push it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's it's fine. I mean, I'm sitting a, here watching. No, absolutely. Point, yeah. At a certain point, they kind of stop being effective though, because your hit die dry up and if you're using it, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of yeah. That will be the exploit. Is that uh, any caster that gets their slots back on a short rest, which is very few of them, 
But that's where they're sure. supposed to shine. We're supposed okay. to be able to take yeah. two short rests a day. So at least. really, as a druid, I you should be see her sort of fading back as much as I can. Um, but then you I see but... a surge of energy run through her again. And oh, she she's surging her, her action. Uh, that is a twenty-seven. Yeah. I cast Skywrite, and it says silence, lesbian in the clouds. <laughs> I'm not being a lesbian for this one. I'm not even there yet. My heart belongs to a little baby owl bear and possibly Muse. Eighteen hits. Eighteen just hits. That is, okay. Maybe That's my good pink friend, sorry. What? Nothing. That is enough. Uh, that is enough. Yep. She gets a couple quick, like, it's like an, it's like a dance. With two strong blows, she manages to throw you off your center of balance, and then gives you a quick pop with the shield, uh, just, to, just to sort of daze you for a second, and then swings around with her foot, taking your legs out from under you, and you mm-hmm. fall to the ground. The cry goes up, the bleachers go wild, uh, the orator stands up, and for the fifth year running, our Lady Cascaday Arcadia is your grand melee champion! I'm like flat on my ass, on my back. She immediately sheathes her sword and pulls out a hand for you. She pulls you up, sweat dripping down her, bent down her brow. And I give her a very nice... Like, to a superior bow. I was well fought, Saren. He was well. It seems your reputation is not just wind. This well, is good news. We weren't fighting to kill. <laughs> That's dangerous talk. Uh, Talking to a successor of the kingdom. Well, I meant that. Uh, were we fighting to draw blood? It might have been more impressive. I like dangerous talk. Enjoy the festivities, Derek. <laughs> dangerous talk for dangerous times. And she sort of turns and makes her way out of the arena, just sort of giving, like, the hand on the fence hop over and strides away. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> the crowd starts to disperse. Sorry, you scramble out of the bleachers yeah, just before go. Saren's final match with Casca. Right there, fucking... Uh, <laughs> and you scurry your way over to the archery range where uh, archers seem to be lining up along the uh, rows of, uh, of targets. And as you take your place at your allotted range, perhaps stringing your bow, making sure you're the, the fletching on your arrows is just so, you hear a, a, a figure coming up behind oh, you, shit. and you turn to see a gentleman, a high elf, with a long pointed nose and even longer pointed goatee, and wearing just an enormous wide-brimmed hat with a huge peacock feather in it. Sure. Dressed all in, like, emerald green. This is a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, yes. JK, JK, JK. But he comes up to you with uh, a bow sort of slung around, uh, up over his shoulder and a quiver of arrows hanging from his hip with a wide, toothy grin on his face mm-hmm. as he walks up. Well, a new face! We don't get many new starters in the uh, tournament very often. No. Allow me to inquire your name, young lady. Surrey? Surrey. Surrey rhymes with fury. Oh, how excellent. Have you competed on before? No. Ah, no, new to the tournament scene. Ah, probably figures why you didn't recognize me already then. Surely. Arlen is my name. Archer extraordinaire. 
Well, after all, it's really not about winning, my dear. It's really more about having a good time, trying not to be intimidated, even though I've won the last ten years running. This man is going to go home and pulverize his house if he loses. (laughs) (laughs) All the drywall? Sweating right now. I hope you don't mind. I hope I don't mean to interrupt your groove before oh, the competition. No. I just like to take stock of the competitors each year. I'm sorry. You've Thank you. Off the <laughs> Not at all. It's a pleasure to meet you. Tell me, sorry, where is it you hail from? <laughs> Fuck. She's not taking this long. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Fuck. Don't tell me. You are raised a poor farm girl in the Gower Plains with what one burning dream in your heart to travel to the big city and make your name in an archery competition. Am I wrong? It's like you're a mind reader. Ah, well, I don't profess to be prescient, my dear. I just know how to read people. Of course. And how to knock an arrow, as they say. Is he full of shit? I don't think he's capable of it in you. No, I don't <laughs> Oh, six? I don't know. <laughs> six? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to tell. I mean, it's not hard to discern that his ego grew so thick oh, sure. that he hasn't been able to, like, see six feet in front of him <laughs> for maybe years. But otherwise, just... yeah. Okay. You know, he just seems like a, like a... He seems harmless enough, just maybe a bit full of himself. Well, little Surrey, I hope fame and renown are in store for you today. Good luck, my dear. That's actually, why, that's actually why Sarah fell on her ass, is because she felt distantly in the distance someone called Surrey Little. And do you know something, actually, Surrey? Oh my god. Now that you think about it. What is doing this to me? So, you've probably spent all of you. I mean, you haven't been here that long, but you spent yesterday and probably all of today now, like, just mulling about the festivities. Yeah. Maybe with, like, just keeping one eye out over your shoulder. Correct. Looking out for your parents. Definitely. Uh... And... Now, it's almost starting to strike you as a little peculiar that you haven't run into them yet. around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's do a competition! <laughs> all right. So, the uh, High Elven orator comes around. All right. Everyone take your marks. We shall each fire uh, one arrow per round. Where it falls on the target will determine your total. After seven rounds, the archer with the highest point total shall be declared the winner. Are we all ready? Yep. Excellent. So yeah, you stare down the the lane at the target. There's one tiny little bullseye in the center, Mm -hmm. a small ring around that, a large ring around the small one, and then another like wide but thin ring at the very outside. So... First arrow, please, my lady. Oh, 11. 11. Okay. Maybe a little nervous at the crowd gathering around the pitch to observe. Mm-hmm. But your first arrow goes uh, just a little wide, hitting that outermost ring for one point of the fir- from the first arrow. Somewhere down the line, Arlen takes notes. <laughs> just nerves, my dear. Don't let them affect you. Kashek's not there, but you hear Dorok's voice just in your head. Vajra technically kills this man. <laughs> uh, and actually, thought you'd never ask. Is this man bottoming a queen? Dorok's <laughs> <laughs> like the only guy who could say that that wouldn't actually be simping, though. Yeah. Okay, so like ever. 
much better. That would be 28. That Very excellent. Right in the bullseye. <laughs> Rings and vibrates as it sinks deep into the central bullet point. That's that well hag-killing skill. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. So that is five for the second arrow. Excellent. So Arlen, who, who is in the... Uh, he just can't seem to help, but uh, he's taken a certain interest in you. And as he sees yes. you uh, sink the bullseye, looks a little shocked, and in fact... His shock manages his arrow to go a little wide, and he hits the outermost ring. <laughs> Oops! He slipped! <laughs> I don't say anything. Class. Like a professional. Class. Huh. Well, beginner's luck, after all. Third arrow, please. An expert's bad luck. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It's still, um... Oh, the bad. Uh, yeah, 20. Right. 20, you said? Mm-hmm. Great. Even. That 20 lands you in the widest, most central ring for two points. Arlen scores in the little ring around the bullseye for three. Try this much again. It's time. Okay, that was arrow three. Four to go. Come on. Nope. Uh, uh, 12. 12 is that uh, outermost ring again, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little overconfident after your last uh, couple. And, and as he sees you sink your arrow, he gives a little chuckle. And not even looking, he lets one fly. But perhaps overconfident as he also gets the outermost part of the that time as well. Okay, that is the fourth arrow. The orator comes around again. After four arrows, the scoring is as stands. First place, Surrey, nine points. Second place, Arlen, eight points. And fuck those guys. <laughs> and fuck those guys. Third place, Hanzo. Thank you, Ogura. May I have made my way this over? Like cheater. Yes, yes. So yeah, actually, yeah, that's great timing. So yeah, you make your way over after uh, after uh, coming in just second place at the melee. Oh, oh, for which you receive a uh, prize. Of thirty gold pieces. Oh, nice. holy shit! I was gonna say you gotta get to the archery competition in time for Surrey to uh, like rip the seams on whatever dress she's wearing so that you can shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no disagreement. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you come over just as she's making the announcement after the first four arrows. I've got little one kind of wedging back in my shirt. Yeah. Oh yes, here's uh, your little one again. He he seems to delight in the arrows flying through the air, mm. watching them as they go. Does he? Yeah, he does. He benembers. Saturn to weep. I'm not crying. <laughs> All right, four hours down, three to go. What do we got? Eleven. Outermost ring once again. Oh, shit. He's a target. Oh my god, wow, but he gets it too. No kidding. All right, two more to go. What do we got? Plus? 16. Ah, great. 16. Some great dude meeting him on the curve. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> he gets. It's easier with the fire, and it goes farther and does more shit, damage. Yeah, it just doesn't have the same feeling. <laughs> A little bit too much to drink the night before. Uh-oh. RLN did. Hey, a little too cocky. Okay. The order comes around again. One arrow to go. School stands as follows. First place, Surrey. 12 points. Second place, Arlen, 10 points. Third place, 
Ryuga Wagateki Rokuga. All right, yeah. last arrow. What do you got, baby? 14. That's enough for two. Okay. When they said Suri first place, I made the I made the little one's little paws clap for you. And he sinks it just outside the bullseye on that innermost ring. Right then, we'll collect the arrows and tally the points. And a bunch of, you know, like like ball boys yeah, yeah. run out, take all the arrows out, tally everything. Some shaft boys, if you will. Shaft <laughs> boys, you know. All right then. Oh man, oh man, oh man. You can do it, you can do it. All right then. At the end of seven arrows, the titles stand as follows. In third place, Ryugateki Wokurao <laughs> with 11. Second place. It's a hush fell over the crowd, pretty. Aralyn with 12. And first, and for the first time in 10 years, first place, Surrey with 14. And Aralyn's face immediately goes like red as a tomato. <laughs> As the crowd begins to cheer. Very loudly. Hell yeah. <laughs> big take, cheers. Big take cheers. Thank you very graciously, very humbly. Well done, well done, well done. You are brought two prizes for first place. The first, a uh, pouch containing 100 gold pieces. Dang. The second, an arrow, which at first <gasps> appears somewhat just regular, but you get to sense maybe there's a little bit more to it with the carefulness and tenderness that is handed to you. Cool. But An archer's best friend. It'll always come back to you when you need it yes. most. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well done, well done. Yeah, Fucking okay. nice. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> Arlen, oh, Ar- Arlen comes over, uh, his hat a little askew and his goatee a little more frazzled than when you first saw him at the start of the competition. Well, well. Beginner's luck. Of course. It is. Naturally. Win nine more in a row, and then maybe we'll have a friendly competition, just you and I. I'll certainly try. Oh. And he just sort of, like, just gently takes it with just his fingertips. (laughs) (laughs) Well, up to you then. Sorry. And he just stomps off. Hell yeah. <laughs> well Hell done, well yeah. done. Thanks. All right, so that wraps up. Woo! All right. Yeah. What do you want to do now? The time is yours. I'm going to go over to Surrey. I told you you didn't need luck. Thank you. What time is it? Goodness gracious. Still probably mm-hmm. mid- 10 in the morning, maybe. Oh my god. The Thanks. whole day of festivities. I woke up today at 7.45, so I understand. We could just sit and wait if we really want to. We could also go... And we can also just like fast forward it, yeah. you know. Whatever. It's just this is just meant to be yeah. truly like role play. Whatever you guys yeah. want to do yeah. before the feast tonight. I think at about noon, let's go check on our yeah. outfits. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. We can go do that. Mm-hmm. Oh great. Okay, great. So, so just, just mulling about bit. until yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, until noon, you'll go yeah. collect your stuff. Great. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So you just mull about, um, enjoying yourselves at the festivities. I have my like. Cowley mask over my nose again, and then I pulled my hood down so that you can listen to Asia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, great. 
Alcyone, intermittently throughout the throughout the day, uh, you are approached by a couple of people who've seen you perform before. Uh, they just walk up to sort of shower shower praise upon you, and also ask if you'll be performing today. Afraid not. I'm uh, only here at invitation, but uh, thank you so much. I, I look forward to enjoying the uh, festivities myself. Oh, what? Dreadfully disappointing, but we'll keep our ear to the ground. Uh, please. It's such a it's such an honor to witness you uh, as to see you perform. Uh, we'll certainly be there the next time you take the stage. Oh, very kind of you. Very kind. Well, uh, enjoy the festival day. I know I will certainly. Yes, you as well. Glorious day as it is. Glorious day. <laughs> Kashek, you actually find yourself something of a very popular figure amongst the nobility as they move throughout. Oh no! Yep. <laughs> I heard dwarf. Um, <laughs> there's sort of a fascination with you as uh, you're unlike anything they've witnessed before here in Arcadia. Yes, exactly. Uh, throughout the day, you are met with various sort of highfalutin nobles coming up to you. It's like, do you, uh, I hear you hail from far Nehekara, is that correct? Uh, do you, did you know that my grandfather chartered a course all the way along the river? Oh, uh, yes, the very first to do so. I'm sure you think that. Who? <laughs> what is it you... I didn't quite catch you, my boy. I'm feeding him some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't speak common very well. Ah, oh, yeah, not at all, not at all. Our tongue can be a bit to wrap around, as it were, especially our courtly flavor we add to it, yeah? It's quite hard to understand. Uh, yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Kishak said colonizers don't get rights. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, sorry, you get a bunch of people come up to you to congratulate you on your win in the tournament. Very, very impressive. And I must say, I didn't mind seeing Arnold knocked down the peg. Well. Keep him from stretching about the place like a rooster, hopefully. Time will tell. <laughs> indeed, my dear, indeed, indeed. I say, I hope I didn't overstep you. Just looks familiar. Am I? Have we met before? Yeah, rolling something. Hey, now you're doing it. Uh, what? Insight, whatever you like. <laughs> A 17. This is Weatherby Treble. Mm-hmm. It should do. <laughs> What do you want from me? <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. That was a great NPC <laughs> name. Okay. Weatherby Treble. He was a guest uh, at one of your parents' estate dinners. Mm-hmm. And presumably just tired of the day's affairs, he sort of went uh, wandering a bit through the house. And you actually bumped into him because you were sneaking around. And you, you bumped into him and when you were a little child as he was perusing the library. Uh, what the fuck did he do? As you recall, it all comes... It just, it, you didn't recognize him until he asked if, if you had met before, but then it all comes flooding back. Uh, he, but you bumped into him in the library, and he politely tried to introduce himself and ask what you were reading, but you just ran away. Um, I don't believe I've had the pleasure, no. I'm perhaps just one of those faces. Does so often happen in court these days, doesn't it? Well, congratulations all the same. Do enjoy the festivities. Thank you. You too. You're right welcome. He's a decent guy. How do you know him? Batman definitely eats 
spots are right under the chin and right at the bridge of his beak. Oh, yeah, right and it, when you get him under the chin, his little arms flap like they're wings. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> oh, no, that's sad. <laughs> so, yeah, the day you, you peruse, get some get some light snackage, uh, enjoy the, enjoy some of the entertainments. Uh, but, yes, noon rolls around, and you maybe uh, find each other again amidst the hubbub. Perhaps we uh, go check in on our <laughs> clothier friend. Do you think we should bring her something? I wonder if she's not enjoying the festivities because she's working for us. I don't know that anything we could bring her would change her mood, mind, or anything else about her. I'm not trying to change her, I'm trying to make her life a little easier. Okay, fine. Okay. She took this upon herself entirely of her own volition. That's fair. We begged her not to, <laughs> as a matter of fact. We can pay her at the least. Oh, that's right, they gave me some money for not winning. You do. That's a pretty good one. You did win. Quite impressive. Thank you. You haven't seen anything so murderous as a bow and arrow. <laughs> I've heard as much. Shall we then? Let's do it. <clears throat> so you make your way out of the courtyard and over to the Grand Square and to where you remember the shop Meritrope's exotic thieves. Mm-hmm. As you approach, the sign on the door reads, Gone Fishing. Sure. Do you think she's actually gone fishing? No. I don't think so. Not for a second. Oh, good. Yes, sir. We should let, we should let Kishak do it. If you like. Oh, right. Is that good enough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just give, kind of give it a push, and it just sort of like opens a little bit and then closes again. But yeah, you hear the, the jingle of the bell as the door clicks a little bit. And from inside the shop, you you hear a little, just a little bit of a manic voice. Uh, no, sorry, uh, we're closed. Much too busy today. Uh, we can come back later if it's too much trouble. Your guests from yesterday, Madame Marytrope. Oh, you, you've come. Oh, goodness, please, crew, do, do come in. I'll, uh, I'll just freshen up a bit. Uh, not to worry. Uh... We're not very not fresh ourselves. Good brooches, right? Speak for yourself. <laughs> I've been doing quite a bit today. I'm not... I took a very long bath last night. You said you're not fresh. I'm quite fresh. Well, that makes one of us. It does. Does she like me or not? I can't <laughs> tell. That is silly. I'm right here. <laughs> you could ask like, me. I go inside. Anyway. You enter in. The shop is dark. As you enter in, you don't immediately see her when you first enter. I mean, there's like lengths of, of linen and cloth everywhere. Like, it looks like a bomb. Mesothelioma, that's bad for your eyes. You're working <laughs> in the dark. Um, but you, you hear her voice seemingly coming from a, maybe a workroom in the back or something, just floating through these, these two uh, silk curtains. Uh, I'm so glad you've come. Uh, just, just putting the finishing touches on. We can Wonderful. come back later if, it, if that's oh, better no, no, for no, you. No, 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 literally just touching up, dear. Please don't go. I'm so glad you've come. We, we will wait as long as necessary, please. Have you been able to enjoy any of the festival? 
Festival? This is my festival, getting you ready for the festival. Uh, I guess I go a little bit further back. Great. Yeah? Okay, great. You move to the back curtain, which uh, sort of, yeah, you sort of have to like move around a countertop to get access to the back curtain, and as you do so, you can't quite see beyond it, but the, the room in back also still seems quite dark. I'm not going to go like poking around in her business, just in case she was like right behind her or something. Can't quite see from from outside the curtained wall. So just ha- waving, hanging out. Yeah. Okay, great. Trying to be very polite. Yeah, so after maybe just a few more minutes, she emerges again, looking a little frazzled, uh, glasses slightly askew, and this big sort of cloak hanging down off her shoulders. But she steps out looking rather pleased with herself as she approaches you all. Thank you all for coming back. Part of me worried you wouldn't. Uh, no, of course not. not. No, we do. Give me that impression. Endlessly grateful uh, for your for your services. You're too kind. You're too kind. It's just that the capital has its fashions, and I don't quite fit in with their flavor, if you will. Oh God, we went to hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we went to hot topic, madam. We very much do not either, so... Please take a look at us. We are quite in good company, you and us. You're too kind. Would you like to see what I've made for you? Please, of course. yes. Uh, and she shuffles back and then brings out an array of mannequins on wheels, all tied to each other with uh, <laughs> what seems like a line of silk. That she sort of, she's like, pulls one and each of them come in tow. And as they come out and you look at each mannequin you can tell immediately which ones are for you. And they are incredible. Uh, Saren, for you, (laughs) it's sort of this tight-fitting silk onesie that runs down the length, and then two pieces that go over the top of it, one on the top, and then sort of skipping the midriff, and then a sort of skirt dress bottom that traces your legs down to the floor so it's like sort of like a one piece all along your body with these accentuations on top and it's just it's almost like spider silk it's like just this <laughs> really fascinating material what silk <laughs> for you alcyone a dress that billows like the waves of the ocean it's this incredible turquoise color that complements against your golden skin brilliantly so much. This is wondrous. I couldn't have imagined anything finer. You're too kind. You're too kind. Suri, for you, it's almost like, uh, it's like these high-heeled boots that run up past your knee in sort of this think like a a pirate outfit. I will. With like that (laughs) that antebellum bustle bustle that comes off the back of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, all in black and gold, mm-hmm. which like, like makes you the pink of your skin just sing off of it. Trevor's mm-hmm. fucking killing it. Right oh now. my god, you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and for you, Kashek, the simplest of the bunch, but certainly not any less impressive. It's this sort of russet, austere color that almost folds right into the color of your feathers. Um, that uh, winds its way up the length of the garment, 
and comes up over almost into sort of like a turban headdress on top with sort of sapphire jewels inlaid throughout. This is magnificent. Do you like it? Oh, I'm so pleased. You, I must admit, were the hardest to pin, Master Kishek, but I do hope you're pleased. Indeed. That's excellent. You're all pleased, then? Yes, you have done us a wondrous service, Quite madam. literally the finest thing I will ever put in my body. <laughs> oh, most excellent. Most excellent. Please. Thank you. Take them. Wear them in good health. Do you have anything that we can give to anyone if they ask where we got such fine ones? Just tell them where you got it. Oh, paying on exposure, huh? <laughs> and gold! <laughs> I put 30 gold down. No, 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 no. I insist. My payment. You see, I started this business because I did love stories of healers when I was just a little girl. And the wonderful things that they wore. I could only imagine what it must have been like to be the personal dresser for Miranda and her De Arcadia herself. To craft her dresses that she would wear in ballroom and battlefield alike. With you four, I think this is my chance to be that kind of hero. So please, just wear them. And when you do your great deeds, and if someone asks, tell them where you got it. You just spread your name far and wide. You're certain you'll accept no compensation. Not at all, not at all, not at all. My plan works out. Just seeing my pieces upon you will be payment enough. You are endlessly generous, madam, and I speak for all of us when I say we are endlessly grateful to you. We shall parade them tonight. You came here to be heroes. It only makes sense you look good doing it. Can't argue there. This woman's going to be our costumer for the rest of our life. (laughs) (laughs) Now go. Enjoy the festivities, please. After all, this day is for you. I insist you take a meal and then perhaps have some rest. I think uh, I shall, in fact. Stayed up all night getting everything done. Uh, well, if you feel rested by this evening, perhaps we'll see you later then. Oh, I should like that very much. Yes, thank you. Very good, madam. Th- thank you again. Have a, have a restful afternoon. <laughs> I believe I shall. And you, enjoy the feast tonight. We shall. Thank, thank you. you. Good day. I leave without picking up my gold. It's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. She can do whatever she wants with it. Valid. And back our way out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We leave much more finely dressed than when you came. Well, I, I we just we probably. Yeah, I'm kidding. Oh, you don't have to put it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't. Well, it's the Animal back. Crossing thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want me to run these back to our uh, chambers? There's no sense for all of us to go back there. Oh, uh, I might be able to do it, Master. You're more than welcome to do so, my friend. You can wear clothing. Thank you. We'll say they're all sort of put up in sort of garment bags, as it were. I fly back. Thank you. You sure do, man. Making excellent time. (laughs) The rest of you uh, back to the palace. Now what? Uh, Back to the festivities. I'm gonna see if there's any uh, theatrical entertainment or or literary entertainment going on right at the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So as you make your way back to the palace, Kashek dropping the garments off. Uh, Is my window openable? From the outside? Sure. Can I get in? Yeah, they're very, they're they're super tall. They're like eight feet tall. Chauncey has avoided his nest task. <laughs> <laughs> going in through the window, excellent. This is going to need to open. <laughs> excellent. 
excellent. Yeah. Um, it maybe takes like a little shimmying with one of your long talons to like trip the latch, but yeah, you make it inside. For sure. I drop him off and I head back. Excellent. Yeah. So reconvening in sort of in the uh, fairgrounds. Alcyone, as you enter, are you all still, t- the three of you still together? Yeah. Okay, great. As you make your way back in, you actually see Bernard mulling some crap. And when he catches eye on you, his face alights and he makes his way over. Excellent, how excellent. Sorry, I heard you gave my sister quite a show this morning. Saren. Sorry. He said it right. No, he said it right. I'm just an asshole. I heard you gave my sister quite a run for her money this morning. They were not kidding about her prowess in battle. <laughs> yes, well, she devotes her life to it. If she wasn't good at it, I'd be quite worried. Mm-hmm. I actually enough. do. I, I give him like a very close-lipped little laugh at that. <laughs> ah, capital. Well, now that the morning has been filled with feats of strength and daring, what would you all say to joining me for an excellent theatrical production? I would be more than honored to do so. Ah, most excellent. Likewise. Uh, quite a performance on for the evening. Uh, the tale of Diomedes, the magnificent Arcadian sailor who mapped the, ma- the Mare Telerain when we were still in our infancy. Diomedes. Fascinating. Well, I look forward to it. Most excellent. Would you like to meet the director, in fact? He's an old colleague of mine. I can get you the backstage pass, as it were. Uh, and you, you see a sort of unbridled excitement to Alcione you've not seen before? Yeah. Uh, I would I would be more than excited to do so and then just a moment of if that is uh, well within the capacity of the day, of course. Ah, but of course, but of course. That was very exciting, is it? Oh, I do look forward to this day every year. It's not uh, for all its rigors and doctrines and court culture. There is not much high art that passes through the capital very often, and so I always try to seize the chances when it comes about. A wise goal, indeed. Uh, where is your friend Keshek? Would he want to join as well? He ran something back to our room, so if we paused for him, he'll be able to see him, I'm sure. He'll have an easier time spotting us. Um, <laughs> well, we'll have an easier time spotting him likely as well. I can probably both see and hear you from, like, two miles. <laughs> I'm not like kidding. Tilt of the facial disc. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, orient the facial disc and pick yeah. it right up like a, like a sonar dish. Anyway, so yes, you make your way through the fairgrounds until you come to what looks like has been a... Uh, this is a structure that actually you noticed already when you came to the courtyard the first time. It's sort of a, a, a small but finely crafted amphitheater. You know, just sort of the rows coming back in the flat stage performance area uh, down front. And there are people milling about outside, sort of excitedly talking about the coming attraction. And sort of banners hanging from the entranceways into the amphitheater. Diomedes, Man at Sea, the name of the production to be uh, found. But Bernard sort of excitedly, uh, and Kishek will say, yeah, with your hearing and eyesight able to locate them rather expediently. He sort of uh, excitedly uh, brings you around to sort of the backside behind some big arrays of, of uh, hanging drapes into sort of the backstage area. Uh, and as you pass around, you can see performers putting on makeup and getting into costume. Oh. We all know, I know, we all know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. One day. Yeah, so he sort of leads you through the pack. Bernard is sort of searching through the crowd until he seemingly locates upon the person that he's looking for. Uh, says, ah! Guillermo, you old bag of so-and-so. <laughs> uh, yes, and you see a, a, a rather portly half-elf. He's sort of like pacing back and forth and back and forth 
with something of a distressed look on his face. Actually, you just catch. Oh, oh. Shit, oh, shit, oh, oh no, shit. the lead has Before food poisoning. his name is called. Um, <laughs> and he sees Bernard uh, and sort of like snaps into performance mode. Ah, Bernard, <laughs> it is good to see you again, my old friend. Come, come, give your old roommate a hug. Uh, no, they were roommates. <laughs> oh my god, they were roommates. Uh, and they uh, embrace. It says, Gamma, very excited to introduce you to some new friends of mine. Uh, these are our honored guests at tonight's, the tonight's feast and heroes of Arcadia. Uh, this is uh, Alcyone, Suri, Kachek, and Saren. Uh, and Guillermo sort of bows to you each in turn and says, oh, well, I'm blessed that you chose uh, my humble performance to attend. Uh, my humility knows no bounds. Thank you all for uh, uh, coming, yes, to what will surely be a fine and totally normal show. Mm-hmm. The lead has explosive diarrhea. <laughs> she can't do the show. Who else is going to fill in for Love Among the Dragons at the last minute? <laughs> My good uh, <laughs> uh, What did he say? Did he say his surname or just Guillermo? Does, no, just Guillermo. Yeah. Uh, My good master Guillermo, I, begging your pardon, but I'm something of a um, performer myself, so I'm very pleased and excited to meet you, of course. It's very, uh, very exciting. I've, the Lord Bernard here has told me very much about your uh, expertise and your skill. By the way, we cannot be. You used to perform with a troupe, no? Unless I am much mistaken. I, I have, yes. You're quite right. The Canny Shepherds. Yes. As they were. As they were. Oh, I, I, my mamayora! Oh, my breasts, they are answered. Oh, my goodness. I have seen you perform. You are a vision, my dear. Before they did the whole uh, carnival, uh, no? Yes, not to my taste. Sir. Ah, pff, uh, for the present, yes? Certainly. <laughs> ah, I need it not. But you are a vision, my dear, and I believe sent here by Miranda herself from the heavens above. You see, one of our actresses meant to be in the final act when Miranda de Arcadia descends from heaven to give our hero Diomedes the answer he seeks. She has taken ill. Too much to drink. But it doesn't bear repeating here. I'm sound a performer, but I see now. Could you? Would you? May I? Would you fill in for her? All creative types are a bit touched in the head. (laughs) It is one scene at the end. The denouement. The uh, deus ex, as they say. Could you? Would you? Could I call upon your talents? I would be endlessly grateful. How heartless would I be to deny in such a dire circumstance as this. uh, You are, I am certainly at your service, Master Guillermo. Bonacere! Bernard, you so and so, you have delivered to me the prayer I have had all morning. Come, come, my dear, we put you into costume. Follow me. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I was sort of just like look back at. He did. Uh, and he uh, <laughs> he immediately claps his shoulder around Alcyone and begins like hurriedly hustling her. Do so you want us to hold any of your things? <laughs> Hat. Uh. Can I look at Bernard while Guillermo is speaking? Sure. He certainly is Bernarding over in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> How's he feel about this guy? 
What's the vibe? You need anything. What's the Give vibe? Give me a vibe check. <laughs> vibe check? Well, it's sound of House of The vibe is 11. He looks a little embarrassed that he's asked this of a guest of his, certainly. Um, but you can tell that they're, they're genuinely friends. Okay. He just looks a little embarrassed that he, like, he, he didn't mean to uh, rope you into having to perform today is, is kind of the read you're getting from him. Um, is that I, I'm going to lean over to Bernard. If it helps, she hasn't really had much to do, unfortunately, you know, the whole competition thing hasn't really been her forte. Goodness gracious, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm mortally embarrassed, I'm so sorry, I, I, I'd so love to, I'd so look forward to getting a little time to get to know you all, and how she's been swept up into all this, I just feel a fool. The rest of us, well, I mean, what better way to get to know her than to see her do what she likes to do best? There is some wisdom in that, after all, yes. It's not like you're fleeing the capital after tonight's festivities, is it? Is it? No. Fleeing! <laughs> I know, we can be a bit overbearing here in the you capital. never fled anywhere. I can very honestly <laughs> say I've never found you overbearing. Thank you. That's kind. I do try. Despite the best efforts of those in the capital, I have tried very much to keep my own person. Honourable of you. Thank you. It shows. You're too kind. <laughs> well, shall we take our seats? I suppose there's even more excitement in it now to see your friend perform. So, excitedly, you follow Bernard to your seats, and the play begins. Uh, Alcindy, this is actually probably, you're probably very familiar with this play. It's like, it's a, it's an old classic. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely, you would know this. Diomedes is one of the sort of, like, canon heroes of Arcadia. Mm -hmm. He's not a conquest age hero, like Miranda herself. He's several generations removed. But he basically mapped the continent, both moving south down to the jungles of Lustria, and then west towards the Rashi Steppe and, and, and beyond. And some of the Emerald Isles, he found Orlais, which is what started the prosperous, prosperous trade relations between mm. the two of them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so this play is just sort of a tale of his, a, a mythologized accounting of his, of his exploits. Specifically focused upon, it's this wonderful tale where, where, where he meets the woman of his dreams, uh, discovering a new city in some faraway land, and they are wed. But she's brutally taken from him in a storm at sea. And uh, he must, in, in sort of like right before the, the second act intermission, he has to sort of like lay her body uh, to rest in the in the wide blue uh -oh. ocean as she perished at sea. No! Uh, uh -oh. oh yeah, oh yeah. No! Uh, the second act is largely, uh, after losing the love of his life, he sort of becomes like this pirate king of justice, uh, sailing the seas and keeping it safe in the name of Arcadia from all manner of beast that would beset the, the new and fledgling kingdom. And right uh, before the final end of the play, he meets this mysterious young woman by the name of Marina, who he feels this connection to, but just can't quite figure out why. And then finally, just as like the tension begins to build, you feel it's palpable throughout the entire house. You see your dear friend Alcyone lowered from uh, at the top of the stage, suspended by two hooks and wire. You're Galinda! Dressed as the fabled legendary queen herself, Miranda de Arcadia, as yes. she descends to deliver final wisdom unto her dear hero, Diomedes. Diomedes the Brave. 
Amadis the Bold, you have mapped this ocean and seen its wonders, yet you cannot see the truth that is writ before your face. <laughs> this is your daughter. While your wife died on that fateful storm, tis true, and while you laid her to rest in the Emerald Sea, her unborn child, the fruit of all your love, still lived within her. The sea carried her body to this shore, and now to you once again. Take heart and take joy, my favoured son. Though you have sailed unto the ends of the earth, home has followed you every step of the way. <laughs> and she's then raised back up into the rafters and the crowd goes wild with multitudinous applause. Tears, garlands being strung from the audience onto the stage uh, as the cast comes out for a final bow and Alcyone included. <laughs> and a raucous applause rings up throughout the house. I'm politely clapping. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even, even the little baby is transfixed by the things he sees up on stage. In fact, when Alcyone gets lowered down, he starts to like reach out his little paws as if to go to her. <laughs> even at a distance, y'all can probably tell that she is effortlessly comfortable in this particular Well, yeah, position. she's fucking profesh. Yeah, but you know, like, you, you see a, a real confidence to her that even her, you know... Her, her way... Even her way does not quite match, yeah. uh, typically, so that, that's all I'll say for that. Yeah. Do it. Not to derail us a little bit, but are any of these actors here that I, I, I recognize it from Truth Before, interacting with? If not, that's fine. I'm just fishing. Roll me. Insight. Or perception. Either. either. Whatever you like. I'll take insight. Uh, that is a 15. You recognize one. What? When you knew him, he was just getting a start. You know him uh, by the name of Shelby Canty. When you knew him, he was just getting a start. And he's very, very talented. You recognized him because he sort of, every time you would pass through his town in mm. your time with the shepherds, he was front row and centered, wide-eyed and starry. Sure. And he was actually asked to join the shepherds when he came of age. And he spent uh, some time with you. He was still very young. Uh, so he didn't even, he doesn't actually even really recognize you now. But after a few months with the shepherds, he left under mysterious circumstances. They told you, when you asked about him, uh, they told you he was homesick. He just couldn't take life on the road anymore. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just as we're, as we're backstage, uh, before, you know, we get out of costume and such, just go over to him and ask. I, I don't know if, uh... You recognize me, uh, my friend, but uh, it's good to see you once again. He looks up at you, he sort of have dappled freckles all over his cheeks, like blonde hair. Human boy? Blue eyes. Human boy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he sort of looks up at you and looks at you a little closer. Alcyone? Yes, Shelby, it's good to see you once again. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, how, uh, how are you? I'm... Quite well, yourself. I, I'm so uh, proud of you to see you get this far. Look at you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, you, you, you just get lucky every now and then. You know, you, you put your name out there enough and you hope it sticks. Plenty of hard work there, I'm sure. I, 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 I didn't even recognize you. I, 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 I knew Eleanor was sick. I didn't know that we were going to get the famous Alcione to come. Well, I just happened to be in, uh, in, in the city, of course. Uh, have you been... Um, Performing with uh, Master Guillermo very long. Uh, 
uh, you know, a little bit here and there. Uh, uh, listen, uh, my family, listen, Asayani, it's my family's here. Um, uh, seeing me perform for the first time, and so I, I'm going to go say hi, but of really course. good to see you. Of course, really good to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, uh, bye. Hurriedly skips off. Yeah, ponder that. Uh, I'll just sort of have a think upon that, but continue to get, you know, deep preparing. Yeah, and I'll, I'll see, yeah, once I'll exit and try and find my compatriots. Uh, yeah, you do so. They're all standing, uh, you know what it's like when you come out after the show. Oh, yeah. They're all standing lined up yeah. waiting. Uh, uh, Bernard is, is, is beaming heavily at you as you come out. Signing you was splendid, and at the drop of the hat, you conjured that performance. I believed I was looking at Miranda de Arcadia herself. It's it's uh, it's an old play. Everyone knows it's 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 something that everyone's done a monologue from once and again. And <laughs> as Miranda herself, well, everyone feels very uh, bold to do it the first time. But uh, it, it's if you're not afraid, nothing's too big. Most excellent. Most 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 excellent. Well, should we celebrate with a bit of a drink or something? I think that's more than an order, yes? Yes. Kasha, could Wonderful you... Wonderful s- job, Arsene. Oh, th- thank you. I, it's it really... One of those things. I Crazy the way that uh, life throws those little curveballs at you, I suppose. Kasha, can you stand any more frivolity today? Oh, I can always stand it. Thank you. There's a couple of, like, uh, right by the theater, there's a little, like, sort of, you know, uh, a little stand set up with multiple kegs. And so uh, Bernard quickly makes his way over and, and, and orders up a, a couple of mugs of ale for all of you. And you all kind of congregate around a little standing table. People mill their way out of the theater, a couple of walking up to you all signing and, and congratulating you on your on your performance. Okay. I've uh, grabbed my hat back from wherever I had it. And I had your hat. Put it back upon. Big and floppy. Now wait to Alcyone, Arcadia's newest starlet. Alcyone, <laughs> Very well. Oh, okay. Uh, you uh, just tap your mug against mine. Kisha. Gently, very gently. Just make it make it a little clink noise. And then make a pleasing <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, a little ale slops out uh, as you do. But, ah, that's the spirit now. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I've been told if you look someone in the eyes while you do that, it's good luck. Right, you can look away now. <laughs> <laughs> really, very impressive. All of you, uh, for both the performance and all you've done so far in the capital, I must say, you've far exceeded, I think, the expect- expectations anyone had for your coming today. We've certainly managed to make ourselves visible today, all of us. Well, it's, it's not exactly like we blend in to begin with. No, indeed. I doubt uh, many times that play has been performed. Rarely has our, uh, Miranda been quite so uh, hewed before. <laughs> Why? Well, not many uh, of my kind in the world as it is, and certainly fewer of my exact color, and fewer still of them become actors. Oh. That's all. I was worried that they didn't let you or something. That's, well, the city is strange and all, especially those um, particular hens or harpies, as you will, from this morning, but in many places, especially from where I grew up, people are just people. They're no one else. That's how it should be. I've heard tell you were accosted by the Starfall earlier this morning. 
Please do allow me to offer my deepest apologies for their behavior. It was quite informative, to put it simply. I imagine you have to put up with them much more than we do. <laughs> well, <clears throat> there is, there are uh, certain benefits to being one of the successes and that everyone... One of the disadvantages is that no one ever tells you what they're thinking. One of the advantages is that no one ever tells you what they're thinking. <laughs> I, did you know one of the castmates or something? I thought I saw you talking to one. Oh, yes. There was um, uh, a, a younger uh, man. Um, he was uh, an admirer of, of, of the Shepherds when we would tour through uh, the smaller, more provincial towns of, of, of uh, Dear Republic. Eventually um, came aboard with us for a little while. Uh, left not long afterwards. I'd heard that he was homesick. Um, but I'm glad to see he's found himself uh, on his feet here, no less, and performing as part of the festival. I mean, that's, that's no small feat for him. Uh, absolutely. I just had a bit of a chat with him. It's good to catch up with old uh, friends like that. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, it's so exciting that you want to travel with the shepherds. They're very acclaimed throughout the Republic. You left before Madame Moffat, though, uh, is my understanding. Yes, yes. Um, not uh, t the direction that they were deciding to take their things. They didn't have much need for uh, one of my particular talents. Uh, and I thought there was uh, more room for uh, myself to spread my wings, as it were. Too true. The carnival aesthetic is very popular amongst the uh, more rural folk, but clearly after the town you exhibited today, it's wasted on you. We all have our specialties, don't we? Indeed, indeed. I must thank you all for taking the time to see me, my friend. I admit I'm very glad to get to know you all. Now, if I may pollute our day of festivities with a bit of business, the next task that needs doing. Mm -hmm. I know my both my siblings will probably ask you for favours as well. But, um, well, I suppose that's up for you to decide what takes precedence. But what I think is, we have so little understanding about the very place we live. The Tower of the Stars is an ancient elven ruin, and we know almost nothing about it. Most of the elves alive today don't know anything about it. And I think if we are to understand what we need moving into the future, we need a better understanding of the past. And I think the only place that we can learn a bit about our past is the Temple of Candles. Any bells? <laughs> religion not. check? Sure. I can do those. Uh, not that twenty. Excellent. Yes. So most of the most most everyone in the in the Republic today ascribes to the dualistic religion of the Luminary, which is the Morning Lord translate it. It itself is a, a, a holdover from when Eurovia hold, held sway over the land. Like the Morning Lord and Mother Night are Eurovian deities. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of just adopted the Luminary. Yeah. So even most of the elves alive today basically buy into that. Kerenunos, however, is an ancient god of the forest and husband of the moon in uh, ancient elven religions. Husband of the what? Husband of the moon. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ancient elven god, lord of the forest, and husband of the moon. Cairnanos? Oh, Cairnanos. Really interesting. I do recall reading a few um, t 
texts regarding, but uh, certainly I've never seen a temple thereof. Hmm. Well, most believe it to be a myth these days, even most of the elves I've spoken to, but all of my research has pointed to it existing in truth. Um, how common knowledge is, is that? Well, I mean, uh, generally elves... That was me to you, not me to Bernard, sorry. Oh, oh, oh okay. Like, is that a name that we would have heard and, like, known? Or am I kind of sitting here thinking, like, who is that guy? You specifically? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, your temple is dedicated to the moon. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, maybe not as, even essentially by that name. Okay. Maybe, like, just moving through halls, you heard some scattered conversation about the husband of the moon. Um, but it was not the focus of your education at the monastery. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Where um, do you think this temple resides then? If it is not myth, deep, deep within the wolf's wood, in the ancient home of the elves that now inhabit this land, towns where most hold their, uh, make their homes today. So I would suggest you travel there first. Where? Now on. Right. Um, begging your pardon, but my um, <laughs> raised as. Religiously is the word I have for you. Raised as I was, I'm not usually terribly familiar with common names for common deities. Can you give me just a bit of information about this? Canonos. Uh, Canonos. Well, my own understanding is purely academic. You understand, um, but as far as I, uh, as far as I see fit, he was an ancient elven hero, smitten with the moon, determined to take her as his lover. And so. <laughs> Well, apparently he did something or other that swayed her opinion on him, and she turned him into a god. In fact, made her made him her husband, and lord of all the forests throughout the land. As the story goes, anyway. No small reward. Not at all. That's remarkable. But it is the most critical mass of ancient elven knowledge I can think of, and so I believe if there is something to be learned about the Tower of the Stars, it is to be learned there. You look apprehensive, Sam. It's just odd uh, that I've never heard of this before. Well, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. I grant your pardon. It's something very sad nowadays. There are not many texts even on him if it makes you feel any better. Well, um, being that I wouldn't necessarily call us close, but I did. I suppose you do have to call what I was raised. Being that I was raised in honor of her, this is the first time I'm hearing that she's taken a lover. Hmm. Hmm. Gods have many aspects uh, and many different uh, interpretations thereof. In fact, I mean, the morning lord, the luminary, other names that go for him as well. That's true. And I'm more and more of the mind that the aspect that I was raised to follow is not very talkative with me. That is the business. I leave the affairs of the kingdom and your own preference to you, but if you would investigate, I think there is much to be learned and perhaps critical knowledge to be found there. Maybe I'm a little emboldened by my ale at this point. Okay. <laughs> I've been like sipping it and like not really enjoying it, but it's polite, so I'm kind of like. Mm-hmm. 
My lord, if I may beg your pardon and ask you a question. Mm. Would you be happy if we picked you? Be you? Yes. <laughs> well, happiness is such an interesting word, is it? Mm. I can't answer to that, I think. But it's not really up for me to decide whether I get to be happy. If I'm chosen to do the job, then I'm chosen to do the job. I think I would be good at it, if that answers your question at all. And I do take a certain pride in doing things I'm good at. But this kingdom and ruling it is bigger than one person's happiness. Hmm. Does that answer your question? And he looks even a little embarrassed. It does and it does not. Thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. Just kind of like sip my ale and keep trying to be polite with it. <laughs> Do you have any uh, rough indication of where in the Wolf's World we might begin our search? I wish I could provide you with more, but I just don't. Deep in the wood is the fir- is the closest I can direct you. But uh, there Malone may be those first? in Malone that will be able to tell you more. That's something. I know only little of the Wolf's Wood. Our, our village is in its depths. Not its most dangerous depths, but certainly up, up uh, quite northerly to it. So perhaps any of the uh, elder folk of our village might know something that uh, hasn't come up before. If we don't find as much as we like in Melorn, that could be a reason to visit home for a moment. Certainly. You may see to the business as you see most fit. Might be nice to pop in on your father again. He's left quite an impression on you, hasn't he? We went through much together. So I've heard. Well, he has more than little of his charms. I can't deny that. Thank you, Bernard. It's uh, certainly an avenue that I am most interested in uh, pursuing. I sense that in you. And Soros in your performance today. I am more of an open book than I like to admit. (laughs) Well, aren't we all? As long as you know the language in which to read it. That is certainly the key. To new friends. To new friends, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Clink! Down a little further, because there we go. Uh, Yeah, and uh, perhaps, yeah, you spend a little time in light conversation uh, with Bernard. We've mostly had wine in the area, correct? In Arcadia? Yeah. They have everything in Arcadia. Oh, right. You're drinking ale now. Yeah. But they have everything. As opposed to Barovia, where it's only wine. Only wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, have, they have everything here. Right. Everything you can dream of. At some point, I, like, stick my finger in it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, just give, like, the tiniest little bit for the baby. He, like, sticks his little head out and gives it a little sniff. And, like, the, you know, with the, the foam and the bubbles. And... Yeah, I don't really like it either. And then laps a little bit of it up. Yeah. Hungrily. Suppose Dimitri wouldn't have known the taste of beer. Yeah, you think? Maybe that's why I was. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was just saying the subtext is text. <laughs> Saren's sitting in her window at night, dear the moon. <laughs> why didn't you ever tell me you had a boyfriend? Dear Mrs. the Moon. I've had a dad this whole time? <laughs> First, I had a boyfriend, now I have a dad. What the fuck? There's so many more men in my life than I expected there would be. Or wanted. Okay. So you spend a little time with Bernard. He talks animatedly at length about any any subject you broach. So maybe you pass a little more time just... just, And he'll talk your ear off unless you cut him off. But yeah, spend a little time with him, perhaps. Oh, I like this guy. Yeah. 
At some point, I'd like to say to him, mm. um, I hope I don't speak out of turn here, but I don't know much about politics or court life or anything like that, but I think one should always have a say in their own happiness. Thank you, Thrax. Do you think you should permit yourself some choice? I think oftentimes people get so caught up with what's proper and what will make them powerful that they forget about what makes them happy. Or rather, in pursuit of what they think will make them happy, they forget what makes them happy. Always there. I should think of what you've said. I try to keep a bit of it to myself. Thank you. What, uh, what time are we getting into? Now, let's say, after the play, which was, you know, it's it an was epic. a matinee. It's a couple hours. <laughs> sure. Uh, we'll say it's getting a little later into the evening. We'll say it's like maybe five or six now. And do we know when roughly? It was Dinner's at eight. Dinner's at eight, great. Oh, they're going like European time. We got loads of time. Well, I suppose we a little while before we uh, need to get ourselves fully kitted out for uh, the feast. Right. Oh, the clothing's nice. No, I've worked out that. It's Oh, defeasting, you mean? Pleasantries and staring and everything. Well, there'll be food and drink, at least. That'll keep your mind off it for the most part. Sure. That's the spirit. I don't mind dancing flowers. Well, that's your excuse. Find the dance floor the entire time and none can bother you. Well, should we go see what Elijah's up to today, since we've gotten chores from the other two? Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea to... Maybe this is the last time that we have before we need to get ready for dinner. Yeah. Uh, Bernard, my apologies, but um, I don't think I've got more than one drink in me at the moment, and... Um, your sister was quite keen on having us help with her... baking? Outreach. Outreach. Hi. Wonderful. She's got a good heart, Elijah. I'm a right mind for charity. Well, then, by your leave. But of course, I can't hope to contain the heroes of Arcadia, after all. It's been delightful spending the afternoon with you. A direct pleasure. I'll see you all tonight at the feast. Absolutely, yes. Goodbye, my friends. Looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) I like this guy. I hope nothing bad happens. Okay. Going off to find Elijah. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Excellent. You make your way across the grounds until you find a, a long white tent. From inside, these wonderful smells. Are, oh, yeah. There's an old, old woman and a middle-aged man inside. <laughs> piercing blue eyes. And they're making people oh, make dance noodles. <laughs> Some wonderful <laughs> smells are coming from inside. The smells of slowly simmering meat, baked crusts, and all manners of delicious cooking float out of inside and as you enter all along the way there's multiple tables set up of people baking cooking frying whatever you want to call it and sort of wrapping meals up into these little wicker baskets and depositing them in a large pile to seemingly be shipped out later that day the fruits of their labor and as you enter the tent you see alasia um still dressed to the nines but covered you know a little spot of flour on her nose 
Uh, and as she sees oh, you no. enter the tent, a wide grin spreads across her face. And you actually see next to her, uh, his hand sunk deep into a big bowl of dough. Oh, yeah. Henri. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh. <laughs> uh, and she sort of gestures you over to her table. Good evening, my lady. Oh, my friends, it's most excellent to see you come. I'm so glad that you had decided to come and accept my invitation. You've got something. Oh, <laughs> how embarrassing. Please do excuse me. We've been getting dreadfully out all day. Ugh. <laughs> I just like them. Henri, uh, next to her as you all uh, approach. Buenos aires, my friends. You have been joined today's festivities, I trust. Yes, yes. It's been quite a delightful day. Most excellent. So we won an archery competition. Did she now? I did. C'est magnifique. Took down Arlen in a, te- a peg or two then, no? Hopefully. The cookie <laughs> bastard can afford to have a few feathers plucked from his plumage, <laughs> if you take my meaning. Yes, I thought so. <laughs> and Saren very nearly uh, took down Casca in the melee. It's not nearly as impressive. Uh, Alasia breaks well. at that. Is that so? Oh, thank God. Even a close-run victory should knock her down a peg or two herself. She's so serious all the time, Casca. Someone needs to shake her up a bit. I hope you gave her a good wallop all the same. I tried my best. Indeed. You gave as good as you got. I'm not sure you might call what I do walloping. <laughs> I think I would. I would, actually. I'm so disappointed I didn't get to see the final match, by the way. I mean, you've seen me hit things before. Oh, yes. You've never seen me hit Casca before. That's true. <laughs> well, regrettably, my friends, I- I'm sorry you've come so late in the day. We're nearly finished, but I'd be happy to take a walk around the grounds with you all the same, if you would permit. If we could borrow your time. Time is meaningless in the company of such fine folk. You're too kind, my lady. We'd be glad to have you along with us, or to be along with you either way. Yes. Shall we take a visit to the fountain and have a bit of a chat? Sure, yes. Certainly. Come with me then. And she sort of, she, she gets up and alights and uh, everywhere she goes she just kind of glides. You know? Yeah. She doesn't really, like it seems like her feet doesn't really touch the ground. Mm-hmm. She's got them heelys. <laughs> yeah. Henri also cleans his hands and, and gets up to leave. You've never seen them. It was notable this morning he was the only one who came out with her the only retainer that came out with her this morning and you in fact haven't seen them outside of each other's company yet. Mm-hmm. Is he still wearing like armor in here or is he like sort of dressed down a little bit? In a there? little bit, but he still like looks the tits. He's Ready. still to the nines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tits. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you all travel uh, a bit of a ways out the tent and come to a magnificent fountain with crystal clear water flowing from fountains shaped to look like various animals. Uh, otters, fish, herons, etc, etc. Things you find by or in the Alasia just kind of floats over uh, and takes a seat at a bench, folding her hands in her lap and gestures for you all to do the same. There's various uh, sort of stone benches set up all around the fountain. And cautiously let the little one run slightly free. Okay, yeah. Uh, He immediately sort of like pads his way over to the fountain and like tries to climb up on it. And he's just sort sort of like... She, like, moving his little hands through the water, making it splash. Okay. And, like, trying to catch the droplets in his mouth as he whips them up into the air. Yeah, okay. Uh, Henri dutifully takes his place, sort of standing at, a, at attention behind Alasia. Mm-hmm. Well, my friends, you've come to me so late in the day, I'm afraid the gossip mongers are caught will be robbed or a bit of uh, fresh meat for uh, concerning you and me this day, but 
I am glad. It was nice to be able to talk to you without searching eyes. I'm sorry for the spectacle this morning. Probably anything you could have done about it. If we're being honest, it's not as if people don't stare already. We do have to stick out, as it were. Yes. Well, in the best of ways, I hope you understand. Things are so stagnant here at court. I worry oftentimes, sitting up here in our, in our tower of stars, we lose track of what's really going on in the kingdom. That's why I do my best to make sure the people are looked after. Our noble aim, my lady. Yes, your kind. I think one that goes uh, not unappreciated by any means. To that effect. I'm sure my siblings have spoken to you about their tasks or favors they may ask of you. I wonder if I might deposit one upon you now. By all means. But of course. We are at your service. There is a terrible plague afflicting the West Country. I have a mind to stop it before it moves even further. The Gower Plains are the breadbasket of the entire Republic. And if the farms and crops should fail throughout the plains as well as then, I don't think I need to explain to you how devastating that would be. No, indeed. Sorry, my lady, I'm not familiar. Is it affecting people or everything? It seems to be livestock and crops. Hmm. People, blissfully, so far, seem unaffected, but a blight of the food spells sure of death as an affliction of the body, does it not? Indeed. How recent is this uh, plague, you say? Only a few months have passed. It seems to have originated at a city just adjacent to the Gloom Reef. Traven is its name. It seems to have spread from there. I suggest that be your point of contact to unravel this mystery. For it does not act as a natural plague. I think you've already put together. My next question was as much, but yes. Spreads too quickly to be of a natural means and blights the land too thoroughly. I would ask that you investigate this and put an end to it if you could. If this seems the most urgent concern, we will certainly take it in our stride, my lady. I have my deepest gratitude. I know I and my siblings will ask much of you in the coming days. And I shall give you my deepest thanks after every encounter we have. I don't think you quite know what it means your being here. Perhaps we don't. You've heard this before, I'm sure, but Arcadia is a land of heroes. And all we have here is is a poet. My lady, without being too forward, I think you more so than perhaps your siblings know that There is a hero within any people of this country. Yes. That is the gift, the final gift that Miranda passed down to all of us. A spirit of adventure and heroism. It will be done. I couldn't promise us when. But of course, you must see to your affairs in your own time. But I thank you for considering my request all the same. Of course. We are still very new to uh, this world of the court and um, the extravagance of the capital here. But If I may, yes. I believe you've adapted quite splendidly so far. All of you are the talks of town in one way or another. 
I think you have a better command of life here than you may think to yourself. Kind of you to say so, my lady. I see it. I have an eye for these things, you know. And I see greatness in each and every one of you. And I feel very lucky to get to know you now. If it's not too bold, my lady, what do you see in your siblings? Mm. An apt question, to be sure. I think either of them would be exceptionally competent leaders. But there has been a trend for generations in this country of forgetting what is the real power of this place, and that is its people. For all our ships and all our goods and all our fanciful natures, it means nothing if we do not have people to live in this place. You're not wrong. If I could pass to you with one more question, my lady. Hmm. Would you be happy? Happy? As Duchess, you mean? Yes. I think I should be. Yes. Hmm. I think it is something that I was born for. I try to stay humble at all stages, but I want to make this place not just good, but better than it is now. I know everyone wants to keep Arcadia intact, but I want more than that. I want to make it the greatest it can possibly be. And I think the way to do that is by making its people the greatest it can possibly be. You've heard so very much about hope being the true great commodity of uh, Arcadia and you seem to believe in it and tout its power more than most anyone we've met so far. Many would call me naive for believing so, but there are certain intangibles in life that are more powerful than any coin, sword, ship, or otherwise. Do you not agree? Wholeheartedly, I do. I think we've all seen enough to uh, agree as much. Mirable minded. This gladdens me. You so long already. The feast shall begin at any moment. I do hope I shall see you there. I well, speaking figuratively. Oh, I was like, will it? I do hope. Uh, I think we must uh, prepare ourselves. Um, yes. Uh, Wardrobically. <laughs> what you said. And I imagine you all could do with a bit of rest before the tonight's fair. They can be a bit draining, our folk. Do you know, it, it's strange, my lady. Uh, you and your siblings have been the least draining of all the people we've interacted with so far. It's, I can wholeheartedly agree. It's more those yes. who lack your position who find themselves more in need to output greater <laughs> effort, to put it gently. Well, my siblings and I were born with the grace of our queen, aren't we? Is evidently so. I think she still watches us. And I think that she pushes me in the right direction whenever I err. Thank you for your time, my lady. I think we will uh, have ourselves a brief kip and then we will <laughs> see you for the full festivities of the feast. That's excellent. Preparations have been in place for weeks. I expect it should be quite the explosive affair. I hope you don't mean that literally. Oh, good heavens, no. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> the last Do time we had a feast. I was thinking that. Kinda. 
Yeah, there's the canon of heroes, which you, and you've come across a couple of them. You heard about Diomedes today, Miranda de Arcadia. There's this sort of canon of heroes that are deified to different extents, but Miranda above all, yeah. That's interesting. Is there a church? Besides the there Luminary? There is, yes. There is still a church of the Luminary, which is their religion religion. But it's sort of like... Okay, well, so you've heard a couple of times now... You might find a Hector, shrine to her. He, well, so you've heard a couple of times now that this, there's this naming convention in the capital. You heard early... Uh, Hector's last name is San Mark. You've heard the name San Nina's Basilica. San, S-A-N-T, added to a last name, is, are, is given sort of to these figures that enter the canon. Right, right. And then you get named after them. They're like yeah. Paul, Mary, Joseph. They're saints, yeah. essentially. You know what I mean? These, especially the Conquest Age heroes, are deified to this, like, monumental height. Hell yeah. I love dragging stages of deification. I love that shit. Anyway. Um, Generally, around the, like, festival grounds and stuff, did it seem to be all, like, nobility, or were there common people, too? Nobility. Uh, Merchants, senators, court nobles, yeah, etc., etc., the only, the only common folk you would have seen are the ones running the stands. When we went to the market, mm-hmm. were there any celebrations going on around there? In the square? Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was notably more fanfare than you usually do. The place is so hustling and bustling yeah. that like it's hard to tell a difference than it is on any other sure. day. It's like Times Square, you know? It's yeah. just like, it's just always popping. But were there like... Uh huh. But yeah, there was like the, the, you saw the banners of the the, the red field with the golden winged lioness, yeah. the symbol of Miranda Arcadia, strung everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So some festivity, definitely. Uh huh. Just wondering. Shall we return to our chambers and have a bit of a rest before the feast? I suppose. You do so. Make your way back to your chambers. Uh, uh, Chauncey, as ever, standing dutifully outside the entrance to the hallway to your rooms. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed your day at the fair, have you? Very much. That might be a word for what happened. Yes. We did enjoy ourselves, <laughs> Most excellent, most excellent. It is a very exciting day in the calendar year. Did you enjoy yourself today, Chauncey? Oh, yes, very much. Uh, Kiri and I had a, a wonderful little celebration down in the kitchens. A bit of port that I saved for special occasions. A man of taste, well. I will say. Oh, you're too kind, too kind. Is there anything I can get you before the feast tonight? I believe we're just having a brief bit of uh, R&R, and then we'll be on our way in uh, however amount of time is reasonable. We'll say, uh, we'll say uh, like, two hours before you gotta Great. Yeah. Yep. Most excellent. Well, you have the bells, should you need anything. Thank you, Chauncey, as you. ever. Thanks. You got your quarters. I will never ring that bell. <laughs> no. Um, Go grab my dress from, uh, Kishak's room, I suppose? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sione, would you mind um, grabbing our things as well? Oh, that's a problem. While she's doing that, mm-hmm. can I go sneak up and see if Casca might be in her chambers? Are you actually trying to sneak? Preemptive bonk. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't I'm get... not doing lesbianly actions! <laughs> so, like, uh, you blame me for assuming so. what I mean is you're trying to make sure that, like, nobody watches you go to her room. I wasn't, but now that you say that, maybe I will. Oh, well, you <laughs> said the word sneak, is the way you said yeah, that. Yeah, it was a figurative sneak, but now it's a literal sneak. Sure, yeah, give me a stealth check. Twelve. Most people are out on the grounds. 
Uh, you don't see anybody notice you. No. Well, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you make your way up to the landing there. Cascus is the room directly ahead of you. Who is it? It's Saren. Come in. Just open the door. Uh, as ever, she sat behind her desk. Though, now, notably, dressed far more extravagantly than you've seen her before. Hmm. Still very simple. Just sort of a long kind of crimson dress with gold fringes. And her hair done up a little bit. Still, as compared to most of the people you've today, very simple. Mm. But it's not the sort of like big pirate shirt tight jeans you've seen her in so far. Calcerix is also here, her retainer, her dragonborn okay. retainer, in his uh, uh, maroon robes, stood behind her desk. And she looks up at you. Darren, I didn't expect you until the feast. What can I do for you? Well, it occurred to me that we didn't have much chance to converse earlier. Not that I'm terribly skilled at it, but there was something sort of nagging me. By all means, I'm an open book. What she says, stone-faced and unreadable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> There's two queens in this house. <laughs> Will it make you happy? With what? Duke or Duchy, whichever you'd like to call it. Should I become Duchess of Arcadia, Arcadia would be safe. I would feel safe. As much as that was a prerequisite for happiness, I suppose I would. Hmm. Now I know. Is that all? Well, regretfully, yes, sorry to trouble you. You are our guests, and we are at your behest. You do us a great favor, do you not? I shan't take any more of your time. I've seen you at the feast, then. Thank you. Sneak back down. Mm-hmm. What are the rest of you doing? Try to figure out how to put my clothes on. No. The clothes from Marion Tropes? I certainly hope she remembered that I have wings. She did. Of course she did. You actually find them quite simple and natural. I think she modeled them up uh, what you were wearing before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she has quite the eye. She only got a quick appraisal of all of you, but seemingly all of them fit perfectly and are very comfortable. I keep my rattlesnake armor on anyway. Naturally. I kept forgetting to mention that. You're um, what? Yeah, whenever Kashek moves like vigorously, you can hear rattlesnakes. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. So I, I meant to mention it like four times before we got to the worm, and I forgot. Like, I, I started and stopped yeah. every time. Uh, yeah, but you can just... Nice. I'm gonna sit there and relax for a little bit, but I'm also just gonna take a moment and sort of ponder over my encounter with uh, young Shelby. Mm-hmm. Sort of absentmindedly uh, rub the tattoo on my right arm again. Mm-hmm. Anything specific you're trying to ponder? I'm wondering if he discovered what I did mm. just much earlier. When he saw you, he didn't know what to make of it, and he looked pretty terrified. I'll do the best to take a little nap for like an hour. Okay. Yeah. Great. Sare? Just chilling. Just hanging. Relaxing. Maybe I'll think a little bit about why it's, it's so weird. Nothing about my family or whatever. Mm. <laughs> or whatever. Just a real casual think about that. Yeah, it is. Probably. It is strange. You spent the whole day with anybody who's anybody in Arcadia. All day, you saw anybody who is anybody in Arcadia. You did not see them there. 
This would have been their crowd, though. Yeah. As I, like, open the door. What's up? I think my mind might be changing. Slightly. Oh? Well, as I said before, sword to my throat, I might still pick Elasia. Bernard's the only one that wouldn't take any personal happiness from responsibility. Not that that's a prerequisite to having responsibility, but it does sort of, not that I'd like him to be miserable, but it does sort of put it more into gravity, you know? You think it should be him then? No. Just restructuring, I think. You're right. Long day. You did know that man before. Yeah. Did he hurt you? No. Alright. Do you think he is going to tell them? in the window. He's outside the window. Kashag. Look at the drawing she made for me. I feel like the weed. Would you like Would you like to come inside? No. Alright. I'm fine out here. Do whatever you'd like. Truly, I don't... I don't know if he actually was able to place where he'd seen me before. I don't know. Although, probably make quite an impression. I was young. Oh. Should they cause any trouble for you, you know, I'd be glad to help. Oh. Alright. You better start getting down there. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, wonderful. Anything else? Okay, great. So you all just take a little bit of rest for a while. And after maybe an hour and a half or so, just relaxing in your quarters, you all receive a knock on your doors. Are you, uh, are you still in their room, or are you going to go back to your, your room? Kashek, you, you... I'll go back to my room. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, each of you receive uh, a knock upon your door. Come in. Oh, no, but it is your time to come out, my dear, for the feast awaits. You recognize uh, the voice of Halibak Angiers oh, once uh, again. Uh, Senator, you sound just a bit like, open the door, you sound just a bit like my lord Fallenstar, I didn't mean to leave you standing out in the hall. Galen Fallenstar, capital chap, lot of money, very good contributor. Ah, yes, I imagine he'll be here tonight. Oh, we all ready for the fire. Uh, one moment. The capuchin man is up there. (laughs) (laughs) Very reluctantly taken off my like monkly garb and my cloak and put the, the fancy outfit on and I have one earring mm. not two one, uh, one black feather and one owlbear feather I just I'm like in the process of like going through that's excellent ah oh, don't you lady look resplendent <laughs> fantastic thank you and I scoop little guy up <laughs> please try to behave while we're gone Also tip my head sideways. No, she will want to apologize. Just drawing it up, please. I know. 
But try to find something subtle to play with soon, I promise. You get this with Griffith. Yeah, you lay him down on the bed, and he just... It's been a long day for him, too. He does a couple of circles and lays down for a little nap of his own. Uh, yeah, he does. Does this dress have pockets? Yep. <laughs> you know it does. I know. Mariotrope knows her shit. Oh, yes, thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, she clocked us all. Yeah. <laughs> I tuck some of my supplies as surreptitiously as I can into the pockets. Mm-hmm. And I slightly adjust the ring on my finger. Shall we? Uh, I have uh, still put my usual hat back on. <laughs> you step out, and Jesus is sort of, oh, God, you all look absolutely resplendent. I did not see these pieces amongst your baggage when we first left Barovia. I must say I'm very impressed. Madame Mariotrope in the Grand Square made these for us. Good heaven, truly. Ah, oh, something about a joke amongst the nobility, but heavens to Betsy, once they see you dressed for night and sight, I dare say they'll be singing a different tune. I should have a joke. Uh, you know, the court has its fashions and sensibilities, and she rides somewhat outside that circle. We oh. also ride somewhat outside many circles, so... I think that plays to your benefit. I must say, it is good to see you all. I'm sorry my business has kept me away from you for so long. No, it's not at all. I'm sure it keeps you quite busy, Chancellor. We're glad to see you once again. Is it... <laughs> Happy ways the crown, you understand. Is it dark yet? Yes. Is the moon out? It's just starting to rise. What phase is it? Great question. Oh. I just gave her like a, a look before I left. Mm-hmm. A, like, we need to talk. Sure. She knows what it means. Sure. Yeah, yeah. she gets the message. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have come to escort you all to your position of honor at the feast. Shall you do me the honors? If you so please. Ah, but I indeed, in fact, insist. <laughs> please follow me. Excellent, well. I will... I'll take his arm. Oh, he's delighted. Of course he is. <laughs> he buffs all up, his cheeks get a How little How tall red. is he? Just curious. Yeah, average height. He's like 5'9". Alright, then he's taller than you. Oh, right. Understandable. I go to like pull my hood up and then realize that I'm not wearing it. And feel really naked. Then I kind of look around and casually offer Suri my arm. Oh, you guys are cute. Kashuk is going to whisper into his rabbit skull. Lock that away. I think I'm supposed to have a companion on my arm. And s- How uh, loud was that? Well, loud enough for uh, loud enough for him to hear him. I offered Kashak my other arm. Yeah, I was going to say, could I have heard you? Well, he, I'm, he's, I'm saying he has no need because my companion is going to be uh, Scarab. Aww. He's going to crawl out of the rabbit skull and onto my shoulder. Oh, okay, never mind. He does so. Does it have a name? Scarab. Yeah. Scarab crawls up onto your shoulder, opens his chitinous plating a little bit, gives him some flaps of his wings, and does that. Actually, I'll hold him like here on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gives, I'm carrying uh, him as a companion. Cute. He gives a pleased and excited hiss. He is normal size, though. Sure. Yeah, I will, yeah. I will. They're still pretty big. Yeah, they're, yeah. Um, Kishak, I don't believe we've had the pleasure of meeting your friend. This is Scarab. Good evening. Hello, Scarab. He's, um, he's not golden, but he has gold in him. Cool. So, yes. like a burnished copper, yeah, man. Yeah. bronze maybe actually is closer. Awesome. But yeah, he, he has no tongues. He has not. So just name yet. looking oh, super great. Well, scared. Uh, Master Scarab, thank you for escorting Kashuk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
dressed to the nines, uh, you go to the feasting hall. So yes, he escorts you through the ducal palace to a room you have not yet seen, the Grand Hall, which is stunning. Do you know, I mean, have you ever been in, like, St. Mark's Cathedral or, like, yes. Canterbury Cathedral? No. <laughs> it's just one of those, it's one of those buildings where you walk into it, you just sort of feel like maybe God actually exists. Mm-hmm. And uh, this sort of gives you that same presence as you walk into it. It is this enormous hall with all along the walls these massive pillars rise. And in between all of them are these just incredible stained glass. Like window panes, but in, like, depicting the canon heroes. Miranda de Arcadia, Marcos the Explorer, Diomedes, Lyle the Sly. There was uh, Diomedes, who we've already heard, but then there was Marcos the Explorer and Lyle the Sly. Oh, hell yeah. Might as well do it now. Uh, There's also one rather austere fellow dressed in nothing but an olive leaf, Himbo the Mighty. (laughs) (laughs) And see. Trevor, I never read it. I need you to say nothing ever again. I'm going to cast Bonk at 6th level. (laughs) I might as well do this now. It's as high as I can get it right now. Oh my god. Amazing. Arrayed along the long hall are these beautifully dressed tables with candelabras, uh, uh, fixtures. You know, the real fancy is like three glasses, eight pieces of silverware all along the way. And these huge bowls of food. I mean, entire roast, like the whole pig laid out, skin browned and crackling in front of you. These enormous bowls of fresh pomegranates and berries, like these, you know, uh, honey-baked pies, etc., etc. The shit that gets described in a Game of Thrones book. Oh, yeah. It speaks to the size of this hall how many people are in attendance. There are hundreds of people in here. Pretty much everybody you saw filling the courtyard today. All uh, murmuring, moving about, trying to find their seats, talking to each other, catching up with old friends. And as they see you come in, again, in the way that you're sort of starting to become accustomed to whispering to each other. The tables run in sort of a mirroring shape to the Ducal Palace itself, sort of that uh, angular horseshoe. Two long rows, and then Angiers leads you towards the head of the table, where Uh, it seemingly places or sat for all of you. In the center of the long rows of table, there is an enormous brass statue depicting Miranda de Arcadia herself in really pretty exquisite detail surrounded by what looks to be some sort of pyre. You know, just bits of wood placed in a, a marble container all over. You know what I'm saying? Because of kind of like a... Like an like, enormous marble brazier, kind of? Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like sort of a, a marble trench running around the outside sure. of the statue filled with kindling. He takes you to the head of the table and shows you all your seats. On the other side of the head table, the successors are all already uh, aligned and sat. Alasia gives you a little wave. Uh, Bernard nods his head. Casca just looks in your direction and then looks back to her business, <laughs> uh, characteristically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please do take your seats. I shall do a bit of fanfare to start the seats, and then you shall be welcome to tuck in. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chancellor. No, 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 no. Such an honor to have you all here for this exciting occasion. Can't disagree with you there. What do you think of the statue? Quite impressive, is, is, is it not? Is this the one that was commissioned? You are correct, my dear. Newly minted just for the occasion. Breathtaking. I imagine that uh, 
that kindling, kindling is meant to serve a purpose. Oh, yes. A bit of a tradition here. Uh, at the start of the feast, we shall light it and all dine around the burning, glorious splendor that is our warrior queen. Oh, just a bit of tradition and fanfare, you understand. I do. Quite oh. splendid. Have you the artist's name or, or the maker's name? Uh, of the statue? Yeah. Uh, yes, somewhere or other, I believe. If you search through the piles of paper on my desk, you'd find it. Mm. Well, it's not that important, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He'll certainly want his praises song after the night, whoever they are. Pardon, <laughs> forgive me. Many state businesses uh, to, uh, to run over. It doesn't come to mind just now. Of course not. <clears throat> but it is quite impressive, is it not? Distinctly. Well, as I said, take your seats. I shall make a bit of a speech and then we shall begin. Thank you, my lord. And he sort of totters off. You all take your seats. <laughs> I guess I pull Suri's chair out for her. Thank you. Oh, that's sweet. What? You look rather tense. She knows I was telling you. <laughs> Right, you all take your plates at the at the table, and sort of like lines of servants begin filtering out of a, a door from the back of the hall, carrying plates in their hands. You know how caterers do. Mm-hmm. Sort of wind up, displayed along their arms, uh, and begin depositing them in front of everyone sat at the table as Angier sort of takes center stage by this statue. A hush grows over the room. Oh, the first uh, sort of chorus of clinking glasses, you know. As oh, I just got so begin. nervous. <laughs> Yeah. Did? So. yeah. And he uh, just stands in front of the statue to address the hall. My friends, thank you all for joining us on this auspicious day. The feast of the founder is something we celebrate every year with great revelry, but this year, I believe we have extra cause for celebration. It is no secret that this has been a difficult year. Even here amongst the nobility, We feel the effects of disruptions throughout the Republic, and there have been many. Which is why we are so grateful to have heroes here among us this very night, who already have begun their long parade of great deeds by slaying a monstrous abomination from deep beneath the ground, in our very own backyard nonetheless. And this, I believe, in my own not insignificant judge of character, to believe just the very first litany of great deeds that we shall one day sing in their celebration. Perhaps we shall all one day feast in their name, as we do now in the Queen's. Speaking of which, a couple of servants move forward holding torches and hold them to the kindling set in sort of the marble trench around the statue. It goes up very quickly, and the as soon as the fire is lit, the statue takes on a whole new characteristic. It almost seems to come alive as the light from the fire dances across its surface, uh, and the shadows cast upon it almost makes it seem as if it, the statue itself moves and is animated. Uh, it's a wonderful effect. My friends, please. Oh. Take your glasses and raise them. Ooh. What? I guess I raise my glass. All across the hall, uh, everyone does. 
to our new friends, to our celebrated heroes, and to the continued Arcadian prosperity. There it is. The statue erupts into flame, sending shrapnel. A cry goes up across the entire hall as people dive behind the table. Screams of either pain or panic ring throughout the entire hall. All of you sort of get that uh, tinnitus in your ears as the explosion rings through your ears. And at first, as you sort of like recollect yourselves, everything is sort of spinning. Your vision blurred in front of you. You get that kind of fogginess as you look around you. You hear screams of pain and panic. You find each other in the chaos and turn your attention back towards the center hall where the statue once stood and in its place. Three figures stand as the smoke begins to clear. Where are the successors? You cast your head around, searching for them. They also were blasted back by the just the, the concussive force of the explosion, but they're sort of collecting themselves and getting themselves back to their feet, just as you all are. All three of them are okay. Or as okay as they... Yeah, they have a little bit of, like, you know, maybe soot. a little, like, soot on their faces, but all of them seem healthy still. But even the, the screaming dies away as everyone becomes transfixed with these figures which are just floating in space. Above where the statue once stood. Yeah, cool. Oh, floating? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. That's worse. The center. That's unhelpful. Would you... <laughs> One in the center. You presume to be. You can't see any of their faces, so it's hard to tell who speaks, but you presume it's the one in the center addresses the room. We are the heralds. Hear our words and know them to be true. Your time in this city, in this land, Your existence is filled a void, while Lord Bonnekan has slept, but now he wakes. Dream not of resistance, for it shall not avail you. There are but two paths before you. You may surrender and submit yourselves to his glory. We'll call it there. Ah! <laughs> I knew it. We'll pick up there next week. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs>